welcome back to another podcast. We're here. We're here. The, everything in the room changed again. Da, 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 da. And now it's easier to record certain things, but not other things. Like this and moonshine. The <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that was cold brew moonshine. <laughs> All from the very best. What, what, what brand is that? Uh, Stumptown Cold Brew. <laughs> Stumptown. Highest quality, same... always re... Isn't Stumptown the same company when you bought the other that one? The that made the nightmare was... thing yeah. I hated? Probably. The one that was like a carbonated ginger yeah. thing. And it's like... <laughs> and you, you trusted them again. I didn't really pay attention. It just was unflavored. And I'm like, oh, cool. This one's just actually coffee. In like in a bottle, wanna, you would find medicine. I mean, the in. alternative is to go to vending machine and ask it to give me two hot coffees, then put them in your fridge and then drink them later. Yeah, it just seems to skip. It seems like a decent skip just to grab this shit. But yeah, it's easier to do at home where I just have a Keurig next to where I work, and that's where my coffee comes from. I just go to Starbucks every morning. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't drink coffee. No, it's not comparable. Well, I've been you, drinking... you can't have caffeine. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have been. Drinking... You just like to have green drinks sometimes, yeah. so you you go there and you try to play the star the fucking Starbucks lottery to see if you get poisoned or not. I've been doing a uh, green has tea. fun consequences for our let's plays that one time. I've been doing like where, green, where green you're tea. like I've been poisoned, <laughs> so like we're in the middle. We're like about to record. Just got home from a theater. We got home from a theater. So for, I think Blade we watched, Runner. Yeah, it was Blade Runner there, right? Yeah. And we you went to uh, Starbucks and got the green tea, which has to have no dairy and it has to have no caffeine because you can't have either of those things, but you keep yeah. walking into a Starbucks like a lunatic. I'm sorry, I like drinks that don't <laughs> taste like fucking orange Fanta. And <laughs> so then you go, you get the drink and you... <laughs> and like, we're about to record the podcast. You're like, I've been poisoned. <laughs> <laughs> it was true. I had been hey, we can't record because you feel horrible for like an hour. Yeah. It's like you're playing with fire. I okay. What well, is orange Fanta? What are you talking about? That's all I drink. Otherwise, oh. it's either orange Fanta or like Starbucks drinks are the only two like not water drinks I drink. Hmm. Otherwise, I just drink gallons of water every day. I'm like ninety percent water weight. Have you considered just trying Jamba Juice? I like you, you're specifically going to Starbucks for a smoothie and trying to dodge all the dangerous ingredients, <laughs> and it's like you could just try the actual smoothie place. Which is actually closer. <laughs> I could, but like, is it closer? I think it's closer. There's the one by the high school, I think. Which high school? The one by the, you know, one of our 17 subways. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, it, wait, the is one that's it? under construction right now and they're adding all the stands, which is weird. because Oh, is that, there one yeah, right they're there? they're fucking up that whole, I think there's one right there, I think. I haven't, Cause that's in, where I I haven't go, lived that's in this town for a while. That's literally where the Starbucks is. I haven't lived in this town for a while, so I'm all mixed up. But, uh. Like the only thing you have to watch out for, I think, there is that there's some things that have lime sherbet. Why? Wait, doesn't that not have dairy in it though? Sherbet, sherbet should sherbet's ice cream. Wait, sorbet doesn't have ice cream. Sorbet doesn't. Have I ice think cream. I learned those are different things. Yes. Somebody, people were getting on my pronunciation of sherbet, and then we had this fucking fucking uh, magic school bus moment where we realized that they're different things. It's not a mispronunciation. They're oh, literally different. Somebody thought you were saying sorbet wrong. Yeah, they're like, then, oh, that pronunciation, Sherbert. Like, uh, it's like, then we find out they're completely different things entirely. <laughs> and like sorbet is some kind of non-dairy ice cream-like yeah. substance or something. It's a, yeah. It, specifically not su- not cream because that's the it, cream. That's why it's the, called sorbet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I think if you get the lime sherbet things you have to worry about, but you can just ask them. 
which one what doesn't have any of the scoop of basically ice cream in it and it's just fruit because a bunch of them are just fruit smoothies but i don't want like i don't want fruit i want green tea specifically they have tea and, and coffee and other weird smoothies no like i just i just want matcha. they have peanut butter smoothies. i don't know okay that's <laughs> fucking, that's an first of all it's called peanut butter mood so i'm pretty sure it's full of milk because moo is a pun like m-o-o peanut butter D. and milk blended <laughs> they have that peanut sounds... butter and chocolate like milk smoothies i've never had them i don't like i don't like milk smoothies is that weird no i don't like i uh i don't like all the smoothies that even taste milky for some reason i don't know mm. where is this podcast going i don't know but i you could... were in france uh i was i was gone for uh two weeks that's why we didn't do this for a while but also yeah. we came back and forgot well, yeah, well, we came back and then we wanted to, we we wanted wanted to, to win play, a Bitcoin. We wanted to win the Bitcoin, yeah. which we were totally going to win, and there was no chance that we, everyone was going to beat us, Yeah, uh, which is, I don't know if anyone's won yet. No one's still like, won it's yet. It's like no. a week later, <laughs> and those yeah. are like people full-time obsessing over it in their Discord and fucking like net hacking shit and whatever. Yeah, and we just casually ran around the hallway for a couple yeah, hours. Yeah, that was, that was pain. Yeah. That was pain. I was all excited that we are going to be in another PT type situation of like experiencing a weird game game the day it comes out where no one knows what's going to happen and shit and it got frustrating in a way worse way than pt because yeah. pt was like one repeating hallway and there was like there's a trick here somewhere and i don't know what it is but at least we were like looking for a trick right yes whereas in this one it was just a fucking maze it wasn't like, even it, but it wasn't even a maze it was just it was a likely like procedurally <laughs> generated shit maze that's yeah. just incredibly massive and devoid of landmarks largely so it's like you had like we when we finally gave up like five hours in your entire last hour i think you only found one room at the end of the entire hour right yeah which was the room that based on what i found later but what i well, found so far they still haven't solved right no they did you just stand in the room next to the bed you don't do anything you just stand in that room <laughs> so i would have won it if i had they just still hadn't solved it for like days though i think no they have uh they, I think they only have, like, I think it's, like, 15 of yeah. the 24 needed words, and it's, like... To, to back God. things up, there's a game called Mo Monte Crypto. Monte the, Crypto. Monte Crypto. The uh, Bitcoin Enigma or yeah, something? Yeah, the Bitcoin Enigma. And uh, the idea is somebody made an indie game to capitalize on the on the the, the current press for uh, for uh, Bitcoin and everything. The very volatile but, like, yeah. prize of getting a Bitcoin has mm -hmm. been hilarious to watch. Is like, they're getting closer. Well, it's dropping in price and it's like well they're, like, <laughs> your prize is melting before your very got, eyes like every time every time someone posts on the discord yeah. like they're getting closer i check the bitcoin price like oh it dropped like a thousand and i'm like yeah this is like the worst the idea <laughs> the idea is that it's like a it's like a puzzle game slash arg thing where the person who finally solves the final thing gets a password that you can use to get to like get a pit a bitcoin Just from a, bitcoin. a visible like wallet that everyone can see yeah and the idea is that there's 25 24 because there's 25 rooms and one of them yeah. starting room there's 24 it's 24 part password where when you have the entire password you can decode what you need to get the bitcoin from the wallet basically so the first one to do that wins yes which by the way i read into the process of that where you have to like you have to like get the program on your computer and download yes. like crazy gigabytes of of stuff. Like it's you got, fourteen. Like you got to be 14. doing. You basically have to do that in advance, right? Or like no, it's a hundred. You should be doing that in advance. Yeah, basically. you're to, supposed so that, to because uh, otherwise, like I got the password, I can't get it. Shit! And yeah. somebody beats you to it because <laughs> because you didn't do that part yet. Yeah. But like it's it it has it's a game that I'm still strangely happy exists. I hate it. Like. <laughs> 
I got frustrated with PT because it just it doesn't let you finish it without because it's it's blatantly PT was a game for, that was blatantly designed for you to uh, talk about on the internet basically and find the solution that way because well, it was a marketing yeah it's a marketing yeah, it was a marketing okay. gimmick this one uh, this game is like unplayable essentially if you as just a game it's it. unplayable yeah. yeah. They start off in a starting room, and they, at first, it's like a, there's a suggestion that they might make it almost playable by having like these weird trails that kind of guide you through the maze a little bit. Yeah, but that only leads you to like five of the rooms out of like 24, and then after that, it's like you can't find anything. There's no landmark system. There's no way to like draw a line where you're going to see where you've been or anything like that. Yeah, there's a map, but the map only covers like one fifth of the overall game area. And you can leave a message on the wall, but for no reason. Yeah, because the message on the wall one doesn't show up on the map, so you have no idea where you left that message. And yeah. two, it blends in with every millions of messages. Because yours on don't the even wall. look different from everyone else's. Yeah. So like the message thing is just there because. They thought Dark Souls was funny, but they wanted to make it worse. It also has the worst kind of map, because it's a map that doesn't show you where you are right now. It's just like an etch-and-sketch map, where yes. it just draws a line everywhere you've been, which and means that quickly you can't tell which part of the line is where you are right now. And, and every, the maze doesn't fit on the map. doesn't fit on the map, because only one-fifth of the maze basically fits on the map. Yes. Now, on top of all that, every hour you start the entire thing over, which means you teleport back to the origin point, all the puzzles reset, your maze, is your, map is, your map's erased, yeah. and you have to try to figure out where you're going again, and... After seeing the solved version of the maze where the people have drawn lines to every single location of how to get to them, it takes like an eternity to get to some of those places just on foot, period. Yeah. And like you have to like and that's with the pre mapped thing of knowing where to go, and I'm like, this is a and so the, this the, is a nightmare. And the, so the, the idea is that the people maze, have, the maze destroyed my ability to care yeah. about having fun with that game at some point. And the problem is like the game requires you to not play it as a game because that's the point. It's an enigma. So like I mean in the, order the to the maze hurt my enthusiasm for that game more than the blue room did. That's surprising. Because even the blue room, I'm like, well, that's what we got to do is something over there. Like, there's at least you're working towards a goal. Yeah. I want to be the guy sort of way as opposed to, like, just fucking maze of self-reflection and, like, I don't know, suffering and... It's like a... It's a maze (laughs) that, like, in the middle of it has doors that mean... That have, like, the stupidest questions ever. Uh, That was wrong? Some of them are wrong, yeah. Some of them are wrong. Yeah. Oh, I mean, some we won't get are, into the Israel thing, some but like some of them are controversial. One of them asks you what the capital of <laughs> what the capital of Israel is, and that's a controversial question. But also, like people were looking at the math question about like if this guy's this age or that age, and yeah, stuff like that, and they're like they're like that's just wrong. Like the answer's wrong. Yeah, even though I somehow <laughs> figured it out. You typed in like the wrong answer, and it, oh no, because I was typing, I just right. kept going up. Yeah, I just kept going up. I was like, it. I'm gonna try to solve this. Andrew's like one, two, three, four, five. <laughs> I beat him. <laughs> It took him longer to do the math equation. That's always been one of my blind spots. That's 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 one of my shames is that that particular equation of like this guy is like that guy's age at that age plus that age or whatever the fuck and you draw two separate equations and you can like substitute one variable into the other equation and shit. Somehow I always fuck up a step somewhere. And like I've done so much more complex math than that over the years and every time I go back to that 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 thing I always make some sort of mistake that I always make for some reason and it's like it's it's so weird because it's so elementary compared to shit I've been through. Yeah, like, I mean, by the time I guess... you're doing like fucking integrals and shit, you should probably be able to do the <laughs> stupid word problem about the guy that's like, oh, it's twice his age, but then nine years later, he's three times his age, and it's like, I don't know how I fuck it up on paper all the time, but I do. It's a I, problem. I mean, I that's better than me. I I can't. Oh, I've I've tutored you through algebra yeah. before. I know what it's like. I yeah. This is an not. X. 
It's like a number, but you don't know what number it is. Which is an ab- abomination to everything that math is, which is numbers. It's just still numbers. No, it's a letter. Get your letters out of my numbers. You're trying to get degrees in coding now. You have to understand what variables are. I know. I understand the basics of math. I don't have to agree with it, though. But it's... if there, without variables, programming can exist. Yeah, but the variables aren't just numbers and then you... And you write something. Variables are things that you write, and then the computer turns into ones and zeros based on a preset number. Like, so it's saying v is equal to this in binary. So then it reads all of it, and so it's reading your entire script. V, as, could, v could be a function. It could be all sorts of different things. Well, yeah, but I'm saying the idea is that your computer's reading it at the most bare bone level is always at ones and zeros. So, like, every single thing you write is a one and a zero, but you don't have to type the one and a zero for every single thing. So, like, it's. You're you're going past certain steps because you don't have to deal with the numbers anymore. Now you're just saying like if V equals dog, and if you call dog, it will output a picture of a puppy. And it's like that is so much better than okay, here are like four numbers and one of them's a letter. Figure out what the letter means. And it's like, I fuck you, I'm not gonna do that. Just get your just put all the numbers and I'll figure out what the number is. Feel free to decode his logic in the comments section. I mean, and then argue with each other's theories. <laughs> fight over it to the death. <laughs> maybe you should throw some letters in there and fight about it. You know, using words like people do. And they don't put numbers inside of their words because that would be stupid. So keep your num- your letters outside of my math because that's stupid. No one talks with numbers. I don't need to do math with letters. The real plot twist is that Andrew's the true enigma. <laughs> and I'm going to be decoding his shit for the next three years. <laughs> But yes, so what are you saying? So back to the point. We, uh, I, I, I try. I was out of the country for two weeks, which is why we did not do the podcast. Uh, for significantly longer than two weeks. Significantly longer than two weeks. Because I was unavailable the week before. Yeah, and then the week after, I don't remember if we even met. I don't think we met up the next week after. But then the week after that, we did the Enigma thing. Yeah, which is a huge waste of time. I literally opened the video with a disclaimer of like, this is a this is a five and a half hour descent into madness that should be watched by no one. <laughs> it was like the starting screen. <laughs> well, that's pretty. No good. one should watch it. It's a mistake. That game is a mistake. It's a nightmare. It, I, it has been interesting watching. I've, I'm still subscribed to the the Discord channel of people that are like decoding it. Oh, the decoding. Ch- yeah, and everyone's like they're figuring out how to like they could start with like trying to figure out how to like no clip via. Cheat is engine. it unreal like what cheat, en- uh, cheat engine like they were doing it via the the built-in uh console commands of whatever engine the game oh was unreal in. engine yeah. Think, yeah it was an unreal it's built in unreal and then uh yeah then people are figuring out like they, there was a they, they people had it down to a science so like i was watching a guy that would like he had like a voice command that was playing or like some sort of voice cue was playing in the game like up like up to heaven and down to earth and stuff like that was, was playing over and over again when because he kept teleporting between being on top of the maze and inside the maze so he would teleport on top of the maze and run along the maze and teleport into whatever room he felt like, like by standing on top of it. And like that was how he, how he was navigating the maze. And I'm like, it's just so... There's so many videos of people like, this is my analysis of the three rooms, the three doors room, the room that has three doors. Because there's a door, there's a room that's just a plain room where all the walls look the same and all the doors look the same, but there's three doors. And what's the puzzle? I don't know. <laughs> and people are like... At some I'm just point, obsessing over these locations. I think the worst part is that you, you there's only so far you can call something an enigma. 
Yeah. Like at some point when you say like here's a room with uh with a bunch of furniture and a lot of, of like there's multiple rooms and they all have furniture in them stand in front of the bed. I mean it's what? it was a it, it turns out it's a fitting thing to have come out this year uh cuz they're making the movie adaptation of Ready Player 1 and Ready Player 1 is also filled with a bunch like some asshole made some puzzles that are kind of just bullshit and like irritating and, and obtuse and unfair and so people spent like decades working on them is like the premise of that movie and book you at some point really, you have to like it's really rough you know it's like it's like the 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 old thing like so he there's all these puzzles that were made but like some of them are clearly not puzzles that could be made by a solo person who like a, ready player one or in, in the general game? like a lot whenever they have that trope like in a, in a movie or a story they always have puzzles that are like did you really do this by yourself like you built this entire thing like it's it, do you like, mean like the physical machinations of it yes stuff? well like, in ready player one it's all digital well yeah but it's i'm all saying in a video game but, so all of it makes sense but like at the same time then you're saying somebody like so they wrote like in ready player one i'm imagining it's like digital in the sense of like programs and coding and Things of that it's nature. digital in that the entire movie takes place in a virtual reality. So, again, somebody had to have programmed that virtual reality. Yeah. So, and even if you go like, well, it's just the guy who did that. Okay, yes, but he did it using an engine and a software, mm-hmm. which, like, whoever made this software and made this engine could probably just strip it all, throw it on the ground, and look at it like it's just a piece of paper and go like, this is what puzzle is and the solution it gets complicated in a in that thing because it's called the oasis and in ready player one it's basically the internet like it's literally like the oasis is what the internet is now so the puzzle is the internet yeah god damn it because they they're they're the company that because he's the he he he's the guy that ran the company who created the oasis which is what the internet is now in that world is this virtual reality mega space thing? It's like what everyone dreamed the internet would be like was like a massive cyberspace virtual reality place that so has everything on the it. Shell. Yeah, and everyone's got really obnoxious microtransactions where they can dress up as various nostalgic characters and shit like that and fly around in the Firefly and shit like that. So VR chat. I mean the Serenity. Uh, yeah, it's just, kind of. Yeah, it's just VR chat. Like people okay, go great. to school in the Oasis. And Fantastic. Stuff like that. that sounds amazing. Like there's people like that's that they made that as being like the uh, the the form of like like free government schooling is that you go to school in the computer and like you have a you actually have like a government provided uh like jack-in kit basically and so like you what can, do you have a government issued teacher be, because who shows in, up and is yeah, like because being in like, the oasis hey kids, let's get hip with the vr and it's like being, Grandpa. In the, being in the oasis is treated as being like a basic right like plumbing and shit <laughs> which is funny because the, the their society is so fucked in that in that uh book that like the idea that that's the one thing that they're allowed is like so like oh fuck so it'd be like it the, <laughs> like concept the priority of, uh, structure of that world what is it um yeah but uh so he's the one who created the oasis in the first place and founded the company so him hiding easter eggs and puzzles it's a little easier to understand why he wouldn't be why he'd be able to get away with it because that still is like a you you still have to like take a step back though and go like okay but there are people who would have seen this happening and you would have had to approve it through yeah. them. Like, it's like if you hide anything in a network, like a network setting, for instance, your network engineer would be like, hey, could you not? Like, I, like <laughs> could, you not? could you not like alter the settings? <laughs> and and if the settings are altered, he's like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. You just go like, 
that's really suspicious. I'm gonna keep a note about that as to why the, <laughs> the CEO showed up and ma- like mandatorily told me I had to change the setting. It is like, the part that they skip over is the entire part of like how he logistically was able to add these yeah, things in like, the first place or what, what kind of access he had. And, and it happens in like every type of like puzzle trope like that. Any yeah. kind of like like story where it revolves around a puzzle, like especially even something as simplistic. It's at as, least more believable than it being existing in real life. Like these yeah, crazy, these like, crazy, uh, insane mega puzzles. Yeah, I and uh, uh, the point I was going to make is like uh, ancient temples in Egypt, yeah. where you're like, we built booby traps, and but like, somebody built those booby traps, yeah. and why don't they know how to not booby trap? Like, exactly. <laughs> like it's just the, like that's that's the question we that came up when we were playing Hammerwatch. Oh, playing Hammerwatch, yeah. and like you get in there, and it's like it's a square shaped hallway, and like. There's just random side rooms where it's like, here's a bunch of weird spikes coming out and arrows shooting everywhere. And you get there's a chest at the end. It's like, who made this? And how long has it been running? Yeah. Like, how many arrows has it shot in, like, the centuries that it's, it's just, been it's sitting like, here? It's like Minecraft. And behind the scenes, there's some, like, weird redstone thing that's producing arrows indefinitely and then putting yeah. them into the thing. Like, at some point, a lot of video games that can only be... You can only buy into a lot of video games and how their setting even exists if you contextualize it as being like Legend of the Hidden Temple, like it's <laughs> like it is a game show, <laughs> like it is all placed here as a challenge. Because none uh, otherwise, what the fuck? Why is it there? I mean, Why, who set this up? That's pretty much yeah. I mean, Sonic's that way too. We always make that joke about yeah. this is how I get to work. It's yeah, like, that robotic was... builds the most in in <laughs> like an incomprehensibly complex like uh, buildings, and you're like. Where is even the regular entrance, yeah, Robotnik? Like, Where the, the fuck like is... isn't there a door yeah, somewhere? Where's the front door? And where's it's the like, chemical plant? Where's the chemical it, plant employee entrance? It's almost it's almost baffling because you think about it in that aspect, you go like, oh wait, Robotnik's always in his flying car. So like, of course he just like the the way to get into any building has to be some kind of like weird dock. But at the same time, you go like, but then why did you even build the rest of this, Robotnik? I don't know. And who is this for? Yeah, it, it only gets weirder when you get to the 3D Sonics, because then it's like, you're going to go off to, like, Selena and go date your waifu well, girl but and everything. But then you, is but then a you, town. Yeah, but then you get to a... But then, like, the next place you get to, there's, like, a fucking, like, loop-de-loop, and you're like, oh. who made the loop-de-loop? <laughs> that only Sonic can traverse and no <laughs> other characters. There's just random loop-de-loops for no reason and weird, like... 45 degree tilted walls like what are you fucking banking for race cars like who's gonna be on these yeah. roads <laughs> and, and like the worst part is is like all of those places that you go to are just filled with only robots from robotnik like it's a place that literally robotnik had to have set up that loop-de-loop because no one else lives in this area no. it's only robotnik robots nope. and so you're just like why the fuck robotic why did you build a loop-de-loop which helps sonic traverse why wouldn't you just leave it a barren desert that he can't get through it's one of those infinite rivalries like bowser and mario where it's like at some point like they just have to like be playing it up or something like i mean at least they gotta be like like, pretending right but at least bowser is like that's why they had the mario game that like tries to like reveal like it's all a theater troupe the whole mario 2 like it's just like it's just a show no i mean i think uh, that was mario 3 was it Super Mario 3? 2 was the weird one. I thought that was different that was a different game entirely. I think it was 3 where oh, like Oh right, all 2 of, was Doki Doki Panic. Yeah, I think um, 3 was the one where like all the different like the, that was that was the one where you, you jump at a weird box that was rotating a power-ups and that'd be reward at the end of a level. That was 3. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like 3 was that one and also yeah. like the entire levels would be like Stages. I'm a weird stage and it's like yeah. you know, those bolt it's like bolted into the background and shit and there's yeah. like wires holding everything up. I mean, it's uh i don't know i think it's no it's no mystery that obviously the mushroom kingdom does not operate on a logic like well it doesn't operate on this 
this reality that Bowser shows up every fucking week and kidnaps Peach because like it just <laughs> it would be it would be it would be stupid like, that this <laughs> kingdom doesn't set up any kind of defenses at some point. Yeah, like they don't even have a surface to air missile, and that's all Bowser traverses on is a flying space like a flying ship. So at some point, it's like, like the Zelda problem, where like how, how is Zelda never ready for Ganon every single time? Well, like, at least that's like different incarnations. Learn, yeah, I'm like of learn Zelda. from the other ones though. Don't you guys have books? Sometimes, I mean, what? <laughs> like Wind Waker, literally Hyrule's just in the in, ocean. In half the stories, it seems like Ganondorf just walks in and takes well, over. It's okay. like you guys, yeah, you guys haven't heard about the last sixty times this happened. I, well, I'm more surprised that they. It's always usually the same situation. It's mm. always because it's it's. Like Ganon is always the same. It's it's like how Link and Zelda are usually the same roles, where it's like, yeah, Zelda's always the princess, and Link is always just a random dude. But a like, dude, yeah, a dude named Link. But the uh, but like Ganon is usually always a fucking Garuda. So like, when he shows up, you go like, it's it's him, it's fucking Ganon. He wouldn't show up to Hyrule otherwise. Why why would there be a fucking male Garuda here? And except the, o- the only Ganon. one, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, it, it has to be Ganon. Everybody's like, oh yeah, come on in. <laughs> it just which, turns into Ganon. Which is like the weird thing that happened in Ocarina is like, she's like the only one who seems to recognize him as being the evil man. And everyone else is like, just sitting there like, yeah. oh yes, come on in. Come bow at the throne room, I guess. And like, he's just like walking in and they're like creepily creeping in in the window. And he like turns to look at them. <laughs> like the creepiest fucking cutscene. <laughs> Which makes her seem like some sort of racist creep in that cutscene because she's like, oh she she like, like that person he's evil yeah. oh yeah she <laughs> no like, one believes me <laughs> she looks like Zelda looks awful because she, like she shows ter- up as she a seems kid like a terrible person in that cutscene until yeah. the, the actual like thing happens yeah like, oh shit she's, she's basically right. just racist because she shows up she's like the brown man is bad <laughs> and it's like man. whoa like okay Zelda let's be a little bit more forgiving they even here. fucked it up in Breath of the Wild which is the one where they already have their champion picked out and everyone's gearing up with an army and we're like we're gonna take on Gandalf we're waiting for him and they just fucking pff, completely fail like the, in the fight the fight basically well, happens off camera and they never stood a chance I mean, like, they, son of a bitch they failed because Ganon just showed up and was like and all of these things are mine and that, is like, the, that is the funny thing is that that was the one game where they made mega weapons to fight Ganondorf and all the weapons just got taken just over got by, taken Ganon, by so Ganon he just... like, and I'm like huh I guess that's how well, it works. Okay, but also to its credit, they were stupid enough to tell the same story, which is like, long ago, we've made all these weapons to fight Ganon. What, do you think he's not going to find a way to stop that? I mean, he's just going to, like, See, roll Gandorf over. learns from past past mistakes. Maybe everyone else should figure that out. Yeah, they do, by defeat. Everyone else should learn how to <laughs> Everyone iterate. gets their ass kicked, and then 600 years later, another Ganon shows up. That's how it works every time. <laughs> like, the cycle of Zelda is almost the most depressing, like, war never changes quote ever which is like get like nothing ever changes hyrule may get worse or may get better it may get like darker or sunnier but the, it's the Rito may the go same. from being shitty people that have fake beaks on their faces to actually birds <laughs> but at the end of the day the same fucking thing happens which is Hey, I hope no. I hope Ganon doesn't show up. Oh no, he did. What did he do? Oh, he kidnapped Zelda. Oh, he took Zelda and took everything over and, again. And, and then, and then Ganon. How this happen? And bless Ganon's soul. He he always. Everyone the- search for some blonde boy with an affinity for green that has pointed ears. He's not supposed to have in the town he lives in. And, and bless Ganon. Ganon usually always is like, I will wait it out. One day Link will show up here. But like every time Link shows up, he goes like. I just don't think you're going to be able to beat me. And then he beats him. And he's like, 
damn it, I always underestimate this kid. Why did Every I just time? stand still <laughs> yeah. in this castle for like 20 hours? Or five weeks or however long games take. I mean, at least in Breath of the Wild it made sense because Zelda was like, holding him in. To like she was holding him back inside of the castle. Yeah, so that made sense. Ganon's not, but doesn't seem to be a sentient person. He's just a force of evil in that game. Yeah, he's just like yeah, he's just calamity. Yeah, he's just called fighting, calamity. Yeah, Ganon. we're just fighting the calamity. Whereas yeah. in the other games, in in, in, uh, in Breath of the Wild, Ganondorf is like uh, it's like the nothing. From a never-ending story, yes, it's just like the uh, the bad force that's ending the world. Yeah, he's just like stop. He's just the negative energy. But the weird paradox is that, like, yeah, Breath of the Wild actually feels like a pretty chill world where things are going all right, and you can just live there. And yeah, you it, don't, no, no real emergency to say no, Zelda. I mean, there kind of is because of the Blood Moon thing, and yeah, but everyone's just living in these peaceful villages that never get attacked, and everyone's like having building companies and having a chill time. Yeah, it's, everyone's like seems like Ganon doesn't have that big of a problem after well, all. I, I mean, until, until Zelda runs out of yeah, energy, we'll but see like, if maybe eventually she gets taken out, and then maybe like explosion of dark matter. Well, that's, or something. that's basically what Twilight Princess is. Yeah, when the entire world is just a dark dimension. Where Ganon was like, and now a princess, like Zelda can't do anything. And because I, I gotta say, it's been brutal playing uh, the back-to-back Zelda. Ze- yeah, not, not just that, but <laughs> playing Zelda games after Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah, because you're back to the like rigid, uh, the rigid. You rules. have so much freedom in Breath of the Wild to yeah. just do whatever you feel like. It took me 50 episodes to get to Impa because I was like. I finished the plateau at the beginning, and they pointed a waypoint. It's like Impa's over there, and I just turned 180 degrees and just walked straight into the desert. And I had a great time. It's a fun game. I had a great time the whole way through. And then I go from that to Ocarina, which so far is probably higher up there on the mo- on like the freedom scale. Yeah, but then I played Wind Waker and Twilight Princess, which are like on rails as fuck. Wind Waker is weirdly on rails given its map. Given that it's a wide open world, yeah. it's a wide open world. But every time you get to any island, you can't do anything on it without the right powers. Yeah, and it's, also you have to do every single temple in a specific order. It's really weird. I, I didn't. I because that was the one thing I hated about Wind Waker was like, oh cool, I'm like just in the ocean. I guess I'll sail around I've to had, this I've specific weirdest, island. I've had the weirdest experiences where people are just like wrong. About oh, about games. Zelda games? Yeah, they'll yeah. just forget. I told you before, I think, about the Wind Waker stuff, but, like, people have been correcting at me and yelling at me about stuff in that game, and they're the ones that are wrong. Yeah. And it's such a fun paradox, because it's like, I'm used to, like, everybody... I'm At this point, I'm used to the idea, like, everyone's played Zelda games a billion times before, and I've never played them before, so, like, I'm gonna be backseat game to hell every time I turn left. And it's like, it's so fucking asinine at some point. But in Wind Waker, all the feedback made no sense, they're like, why are you turning around and going that way? The map, the map wraps. You could just keep going, and you'll go to the other side of the map like Pac-Man. And like twelve people thought that it's never been true in any version of the game. And every I, had to, I looked up GameCube footage of the game to be sure, and I found confirmation that fucking the you hit the edge of the map and it fucking just turns you around. And the fucking Red Prince is like, we can't go that way. It doesn't does what are you where are you going? What the fuck? <laughs> and you turn around yeah. and you have to, to go sail the it's, other way. It's like. It's a it's a it's a two stage process of nostalgia and Mandela effect yeah. like blurring <laughs> together where people are like so nostalgic where like it's such a perfect game and it can do all this stuff and you're like I don't think it does half no. that stuff and I think you're like forgetting because but, you're but also you like, beat the temple of the gods and then after that you do the what, the two major temples that are like the blast piece of good content in the game before the final final dungeon happens yeah which is it's like the wind temple and the earth temple. 
and they do a little paradox thing where there's a there's clearly a plant creature and a wind creature like a, a bird creature that are your two companions and they switch the two yeah so you take the plant creature to the wind temple and you take the bird creature to the earth temple and stuff like that but everyone's like you can do those in any order you can do them in any order and then they keep correcting me over and over again when i can't, when i said like oh you can't do them in in whatever order i have to do it the other way because I, I went to do one of them first and found you can't so I went to do the other one instead because I'm like, oh, uh, oh you can't do it. Because what happens is the little plant guy that likes to play the violin or whatever the hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the Makar, I think, or something like that. Uh, he doesn't exist. Until you do the first temple? He's, at, he's there at the beginning of the game. So uh, he's, at the, he's, at, he's there at the beginning of the game when you go to the Deku Tree in the first place. Yeah. He's one of the random characters yeah, that's he's just, there. He's there. The moment you do the, the uh, Temple of the Gods or whatever, he disappears from the entire map. He doesn't exist anywhere. What? He's no longer even in his previous location where he's standing by the potion shop. So they despawn him until you do the other temple, yeah. and then he spawns he, back. Like, they just, he's does, he doesn't exist over by the potion temple where he used to be, and he also does not exist under the waterfall. Then you go find the, the bird lady, and you go to the temple with her. Yeah. Then after you finish that temple, suddenly when you go to that one waterfall, you hear, you hear music playing behind it, and you're supposed to like go and grapple through the waterfall. But I went there before then, and he wasn't there either. Because he literally ceases to exist from the map until you do the other one. Huh. So everyone's correcting me about being able to do them in any order. And they're just all wrong about how to play this game. That's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fascinating. It's, it's one yeah, of I, the common I, problems with Zelda. Is that a lot of... I think there's, all, there's almost so many and they're so formulaic at yeah. times that like your brain starts like melding them together and you're like <laughs> i remember you could do this thing it's like no 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 that's like a different zelda i think I, you're the mistaken la the lack of freedom is frustrating because what's really cool about breath of the wild is that scripted stuff doesn't exist basically uh like, i mean there is scripted stuff like there it's like but it's not but I, I mean like our like the 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 video gamey special kind of super arbitrary scripted yeah. stuff yeah like, that like you'll exist. go to Laneru and trigger like a scene, and you're like, "Oh shit!" There's the Laneru dragon, or the, oh, I found yeah. encountered a scenario, and then I'm gonna do a thing. But like, it's not like they would tell you, "Go do a thing," and you're like, "How do I do that?" It's like, I don't know. Walk around a few random times, and once you go through this particular trigger gate, when you walk through a direction of a town in the correct order or something, a certain cutscene will trigger, which allows you to continue the story. Yeah. You're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like that never yeah. happens in Breath of the Wild because I mean, it's a systems-driven game, like prey and stuff like that. Well, where yeah, it's like it's, you're just playing the game and doing what you want. Well, it's open world. Yeah, and that's the beauty of it is that you just like if you decide you want to deal with the dragon like right out the gate, you can. Yeah. You can just fly your stupid ass all the way over to the dragon Whereas, if you like, wanted to. Whereas, Wind Waker has that kind of hot bullshit where it's like, hey, do these two temples. By the way, one of them secretly is inaccessible for no reason. But why, I mean, like, that, that's the thing, is that why would you even think to go to the other one first? They don't even, they don't even present them as being in an order. They just give you both of them at once, like, hey, check, go to these two temples. But, yeah, but just... one of them is secretly the wrong one. <laughs> for some reason. Yeah. What I, what I, and like, when, uh... So far, Twilight Princess is kind of nice in that it's just linear, so I don't have a question of what to do next as far yes. as temples go. It is just it you absurdly just... linear. It's really frustrating though that you uh, that the world the uh, you go around the map and stuff, and there's just so many gates everywhere. Oh you're like, yeah, you're, not, you're, not, you're just not supposed to explore, basically. Yeah, that's I hate that shit. And like I uh, was it I encountered so I, they wanted me to go to Hyrule uh, Castle and I just didn't. 
They're like, oh, go over to Hyrule and die something. And I, they're supposed to trigger a scene where you find out about, like, the sick kid. Yeah. But instead, I just went Voop, off to the right and went to Lake Hylia and fell in and found the Zora and the, all the problems. And, like, I literally didn't know there was a sick kid yet. And so they sent me back to find the sick kid. Because, like, oh, my son, something's wrong with him. Could you find him? Because, like, the dead mother is like, well, do you know where my son is? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I got to go find the son now. So kudos for actually scripting multiple directions through the quests. Like, if you do... If if you find them first, they tell you to go over there because then they have a reason for it, which is the mother doesn't know what happened to her son and stuff like that. But like Ocarina is the best of both worlds and the worst of both worlds at the same time. It's like a train wreck nightmare. I can see. Yeah, I can see what you what you mean in that sense. The, here's the good thing about Ocarina. You can do temples in weird orders. You can. I yeah. did. It was I was blowing people's minds in the comments because I was doing like. Did you like do water temple at like a really weird time? Uh, I don't know the exact temple order I did, but it was weird. Like I, I, I think I did two temples before I even went to the leaf temple. Like I think the jungle forest temple or whatever was like my third temple. That's I think impressive. I, went, I think I went to like it might have been like fire and ice first or something like that. Like I you went, went to, to the Gorgon Mountain. I first? went to a bunch of weird places first because you can, that's, which is really cool. Yeah, that's uh, just crazy to me. But it's also frustrating because you'll get devices that seem like they would solve your problems, but then you can't go forward because you actually need a completely de undeflated device that you have no way of knowing would ever exist besides yeah. just progressing linear. Like hookshots and so yeah, on and like, so forth. Like everything about the Gerudo city and temple and desert is like a mystery mishmash of just items you don't know existed yet in the game. Yeah. Especially when they let you go, go into that one gauntlet. Like, can you defeat our gauntlet and get to the, all the keys? And it's like, by the way, you need every single obscure item in the game, including one of them that you have no way of even knowing exists in the game. Okay. Because you, you can only even potentially get it if you go into the past as a kid, play music to a scarecrow, go to the future, play the same song to the scarecrow for some reason, then you get a magic teleporting scarecrow that goes all over the place. And it's like, and then you have how would you know that's in the game? And then you have to go find that scarecrow every time and play a song for him. Yeah. And once you play a song for every scarecrow, then you get an item. It's like, it's one thing if it's like a nifty little, like, fun surprise Easter egg thing, but yeah. like to hit a, uh, what's essentially a dungeon where it's required because you well it's because isn't at the end of all that isn't it just it's like not really anything right uh it's one of well it's required as in like you i mean like it's required to beat the dungeon not required oh, to beat the game okay yeah that is a dungeon it, it, the keys place like that's like it's like a 16 room like that's a dungeon is it a dungeon yeah i, I always feel because they're like in almost every like every other zelda game they always have the like do you have every item run through this area like the game boy once had it all wind waker sure doesn't oh yeah wind waker, <laughs> wind doesn't. waker doesn't have um, anything like that but, but like that that location is like it's like a 16 room like labyrinth with a puzzle or a thing to do yeah. in every single room and all leads up to a final reward it's like ice arrows or something so it's like who gives a shit but that's what i mean but you don't know that either i thought it was light arrows no light arrows you get from automatically at the end right right, right, right you get right, those right. from zelda i know because you get fire arrows by shooting at the sun <laughs> literally that's right you're on you're at the I lake when it's filled in you sh you point at the sun and shoot at it at the right time forgot and about you just that get fire arrows yeah. like, what <laughs> it's a weird game but i do applaud that you can do the temples in weird orders like that's yeah. cool and i was I fucking with my audience which is fun but uh it's infuriating that like you hit points in the story where it's like yeah i don't know do something is like the prompt you get yeah and you're like i know i'll call my special friend that tells me what to do next because i'm lost and they're like 
yeah, go find someone. It's like, who, where, what? It's like, your only job is to help me. You interrupt me every five seconds to not help me. Just to waste my time and tell me, by the way, you can jump if you run off ledges. You had to know that to get this far, but fuck it. But then, like, whenever you're actually stuck, she's no help. She has, there's no playtesting involved where she, like, gives you a helpful piece of advice of where to go next in all the parts where you're actually going to get stuck. I don't don't think she was actually scripted to know what your progress was and what advice to give you based on your progress. She's infuriating. I think think she simply existed just to, just to, like, remind you, like, if you turn the game off and then came back on, she's just there to remind you, like, this is your objective. And you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, I'm supposed to do that thing. Which is fine when your objective is, you should do the forest temple. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, that location. But eventually she's like, find Impa. Where's Impa? Ah! 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 I'll try Kakariko. She's not in Kakariko. I'll try the Goron place. She's not in Goron. I'll try the fucking forest temple. She's not in the forest temple. She's not in Hyrule. She's not at the fucking Lonlon Ranch. She's not in any places. Oh, no, you have to go through a specific door of Kakariko. You didn't walk into it correctly to trigger the scene. It's like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like, you have to walk, like, you have to go into Kakariko, but not just go into Kakariko. Like, just existing in Kakariko is not enough, and the scene that triggers is, like, you and Sheik at, like, the well or something. But, like, it's not triggered by approaching the well. It's triggered by you walking in the front gate of Kakariko from the outside via Hyrule Field specifically, and that's the only way to trigger it. And if you don't trigger that specific scene happening, you will just be stuck flailing for the rest of the game. Yeah. It's I'm, it's like, you gave me a teleport. You know there's a teleport in this game. That means you know that I can come into Kakariko from other directions. There's like 17 shortcuts and underwater... T- like, like the Death Mountain connects to the Lost Woods... Connects the Lost Woods via a gate that plays music. Yep. And then there's a, there's a the well. underwater water that connects the Lost Woods then to the Zora. Yeah. And like, there's so many back paths and directions, yet they didn't account for the idea that you might walk in in any direction besides that one exact I think direction. It's, I think it's a mistake that was just overlooked, it's and then weird. they couldn't patch it out because it's an N64 game. And also, Epona so, is useless. Epona is... No! It's the game where they give you a horse, and it's like... Well, you can't unlock it until you're 75% of the game, way through the game anyway, where you already have a teleport that takes you to every uh, city anyway, and you can only use her in Hyrule Field, an empty place full of nothing. Yeah, but you get to ride a horse. <laughs> like, it's totally like one of those things where, like, you'll, uh... It was, I think opponent's just there for fun. It's taste. one of those things that people elevate and uh romanticize as kids. Yeah. Because, like, I, they're playing this game for, like, 500 hours as kids. Because as a kid, you would just play a game and not progress and just do random shit all day and then one day you get a horse because you had infinite joy you had infinite joy and wonder and shit so you're like i got a horse i can go in circles in this one empty plane i mean for some people that was good i mean the horse i think the horse was there for funsies yeah later on opponent becomes like a very like every game there's always some kind of like mount or some Mm -hmm. kind of like it's either Epona or it's some kind of other. Epona usually does something, yeah. kind of. But like she's useful for like because the maps keep getting bigger. Although I do continually usually... question what to do with her in like every game or whatever replacement she has. Like 
in Breath of the Wild, there was the problem with like they're like we you could do climbing and verticality. And it's like and buy a horse. <laughs> like like yeah. I, would, I would I would like ride a horse across one open plane once. Be like oh that's gonna be some leg work to get over there. And I like, I'd ride him across, then I climb up a wall, and then I, you, you just watch me slowly circumnavigate the entire map on foot, going from mountain to mountain and finding seventeen different shrines and crazy things. And you can see the horse icon on the <laughs> map like seventeen miles back. I'm oh I remember that that was in like episode sixty, and I'm like episode one hundred and ten. It's like like, goodbye horse I yeah just left you forever i, I had that pro i had i didn't I, I didn't have that problem in mind because i i got the uh, amiibos yeah and so, so you had like wolf link and shit well i had two amiibos uh, or yeah. two of the same amiibo and so i was able to get Epona twice because fuck? one was one was a japanese amiibo and the other was an american one so it gave me two different opponents and so I, I had two opponents so i always kept one in a in a in a in the at the horse place that is weird and then i would if i went somewhere else i was like oh i need a horse i could just call it back to the place hmm. so i would always have a i would always have a horse that i could just get if i accidentally left one way far away and then i could use did, did you get the mega horse uh i haven't played it since the dlc came out no it wasn't a it wasn't a dlc oh what, what mega there's horse? just a fucking mega horse what the fuck's a mega horse it's just huge it's like ganondorf sized horse i don't think i've seen that horse yeah no. There's just one plane in the game where you can find the giant ass horse. I don't know what to call it exactly, but it's like twice the size of all the other horses. That's odd. I've it's never, absolutely massive. I've never run into this. And mega it shows horse. up in a ga- with a gang of horses in this one part of the map next to some dangerous lionels and stuff. And you can it's painfully ass, but you can you can tame it and just have a mega horse that's just completely unreasonable. <laughs> then you have a supersized horse for some reason. God. It's just there in the world. It's I love I love that game because it's full of so much random bullshit like that you just find. Yeah, I, I I felt so underwhelming because like I the moment they were like oh I'm gonna introduce you how to like tame a horse I was like okay that's kind of cool I guess and like the moment I was like okay I learned how to ride a horse I used the amiibo thing yeah and it was like you got a pony I was like well I guess I'll never mount a horse again because the pony is the best mm-hmm. horse in the game so that's cool how how weird is it by the way getting around in Twilight Princess it's all it's like it's super strange it's it's really odd because every time you Um, every time it's time to progress in that game you have to go into the dark world so you become a wolf yes and then once you're a wolf you can teleport to all the teleport spots on the map that you have so far and but you're also pressing forward on foot as wolf which is slow compared to being on a horse yeah but then after you beat the get all the light the tears of light you then turn it into light mode so you then become link again and now you're allowed to summon epona but like You've already progressed through the area, so like yeah. the only thing to do with Epona would be to backtrack as Epona because they removed the teleport feature when you're in light mode. You're like, oh, but the teleport was nice. Yeah, and so then, then so it's like almost yeah, you you feel kind of like annoyed that yeah, the only, like, pr- the only purple purpose of the horse is to like go running all the way back to the starting village on foot with the, as the horse, I guess. Yeah, basically, there's, there's no other ways to do it and stuff. It's it's a weird way of getting around. Like I said, Epona's like a weird... Epona's always weirder, or like a weirder element, yeah. because like as time goes on, they kept like trying to slowly refine Epona to be like, you're going to be useful one day, horse. They, they at least made scenarios where you have to use Epona that makes sense yeah. in Twilight Princess. I mean, you the, can... There's the wagon chases and yeah. the jousting scenes. Of and like, the world is I bigger. Need a, I need a horse for this. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like you can go from, you know, like you can go from like all the way around Hyrule Castle, because Hyrule Field isn't yeah. just a small little one area anymore strangely like, the, the game where epona is most useful is hyrule warriors <laughs> well it's a because, dynasty warriors game so horses yeah are useful in dynasty warriors games you call a horse and you go taken off yeah i think you could have a horse in that game i don't remember and uh i, I feel like you could and what hyrule warriors yeah i don't think i ever remember using a horse I yeah i don't remember using a horse but i feel like 
they would be I use horses in Dynasty Warriors games. Did they not have did you could not use Epona <laughs> in the Hyrule Warriors? I think there game? was a I think there was a level or two where there was Epona access. Um, what if you just played as Epona? I mean, I guess comboing through it, it people as the, Epona. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing. Uh <laughs> Given, you know, like, given... Some sort of weird source mod. Well, I mean, given you're literally able to play Fia or whatever, which is, like, just the Fia, which is just the Master Sword. Did they give you Fia as a character I think Fia is a character you can play as. You're, like, like, escaping the camera frame, by the way. Yeah. You've been slowly sliding away, like, three three feet over. This part of the room is, like, at an angle, so I slide away. (laughs) Is it actually at an angle? Yeah, I, like, keep sliding away. Oh, Uh, man. I don't know. But um, so let's let's do some questions because we have a we have some a, questions. Have a backlog that's ugly, and I, I would feel like, like I had a. Th- have one more thing about Zelda. I thought I did, but I've like lost it. Oh yeah, I've got a problem that okay. keeps recropping up, and it's really embarrassing. In Zelda or just Twilight Princess? Uh, every time I play a Zelda game, I can't figure out how to fight the bosses. <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> so there's a recurring thing, especially. The items are usually a good hint. It happened in Wind Waker a bit, but especially happened in Ocarina. Like, especially in Ocarina. Really? Is that I'd get into a boss chamber, and I would, like, use up my entire first fairy before I'd do a damage to the boss half the time. Huh, that's I'm like, let's try this item. Let's try this item. I'll try attacking now. How about now? Or do I attack during this part? Like, sometimes it's like, you're hitting this with the sword wrong. What a very curious there's situation. All these, there's all these weird moments where I'm like, I, how do I damage the thing? Would be, like, a reoccurring problem. The first really bad one I remember was uh, Big Octo. Oh, It's just a yeah. fucking nightmare boss. You have yeah. to chase him in circles, and there's something to do. And, like, I can't figure out how to aim correctly. And, like, the aiming is a nightmare to begin with. And the camera controls in, the, in playing a 64 game was a nightmare. And it's, like, a boss fight about running in circles. I'm like, why did you make that? Yeah. Uh, but a, a really bad one recently was in Twilight Princess. You fight the giant... You fight the Goron, like, bodyguard guy in Death Mountain. Okay. It's all mecha armored, and you're on yeah. a disc that's wobbly. And I'm like, how do you how do you hurt him? I'm like, how do you? I keep hitting him. I'm like, I know we're in a wobbly circle, and he's a sumo dude. It's Mario Party. I yeah. gotta knock him off. It's not how no. you don't knock him off. No. I'm, like, I'm like, I'm gonna keep chipping at him, make him fall off. I'm gonna use my wind. Pa- I just got a wind boomerang. This dungeon, ha. Ah, uh, okay. And none of the items work. Yeah. So it's not an item boss fight. You just there's just some attacks with your sword that completely destroy him, and other ones that don't. Yep. It's so like all of your attacks bounce off of him, but if you do like supercharged spinny attack, he like falls over a bit, and then you, you have then, to and you then have you're to like, charge. Then you're like, eh, yeah. With your shield and that. It's, it's like I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, basically, you have to <laughs> as as you're on the as you're on the uh, like the top, you have to charge your sword and hit him, and then it makes it so he can be hit, but he yeah. can't like be hit regularly like you every time you have to enter such an arbitrary like video yeah. game headspace yes because like none of this lo- logist none of this logically makes sense about like how swords and armor and things work the no. way that he just got like impervious baby <laughs> like like those are the, that's his reactions to your two attacks i mean a lot like, but what? every zelda boss is like that every zelda boss is either like you can't touch me i am invincible and it's like arrow yeah, okay well now i'm crippled and it's just, like what it's is been, happening there's been such a journey from boss fight to boss fight of like how do i hit like it, bongo bongo <laughs> i lost my goddamn mind trying to hurt bongo bongo at all uh, and he just keeps hitting you and yeah. your, your character's vibrating the entire boss fight because yeah. the floors are like you're i'm gonna lose my mind i'm gonna lose my mind on this boss fight it's twilight princess has been really easy though yeah twilight the, princess the temple boss fights i'm like that fucking guy with you the chain and shit that's a cool fight. Oh, yeah. You're uh, pulling on the chain and making them trip and shit like yeah. that. And you're using the mag boots on the pieces of metal that are on the floor. And you have to not go on the parts that are not metal or, you're, or you'll eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Like there's there's some fun stuff going on there. There's a sh- the Shadow of Colossus boss fight. In the Twilight water. Princess has some fun stuff, uh, which is weird because I think there are a lot of people who hate Twilight Princess. They think it's like one of the. It's a fun game. Uh, it's not as bad as what a uh, Skyward Sword. I think Skyward Sword is the one that everyone is like yeah. usually pretty hateful about. I will say that Twilight Princess used to look like shit. I looked well, at the I looked at I looked at pictures of the old game. Oh, the GameCube version? Yeah. Yeah, it was a like, mighty mess. What blew my mind was looking at pictures of the GameCube version of uh Wind Waker and it just looked the same. Like, yeah. It, ju- it just uh, already looked as good as it does now except now it has like sl- a slightly cleaner color palette and some sh- and like yeah. sharp edges. The cartooniness uh but, like it, it really looks works. like the same game. I'm yeah. like how did it run on a GameCube? Cause it's like, it's oh, right. Cell shading. Yeah, it's, it's just, just a really cool style. Yeah. Twilight Princess looked like fucking garbage. Nope. Yeah, Twilight it looked, Princess It looks bad, and now it looks painterly. It looks beautiful. It does. It, it I, looks, I mean, playing it on the Wii U, it looks fucking majestic. Everything looks and, like paintings. You put the, yeah. you the, the pause menu with like Wolf Link in the middle, and everything looks yeah. like it has painting Every, textures to it. If you like, look at oh, it on the GameCube, yeah. you're like, what is this mess? It yeah. looks like butt. Because it was <laughs> like, a brown game full of brown. <laughs> like you, if you try to but, go to Hyrule you, you Castle. You got to rewind in your brain that that brown game full of brown used to be in 360p 4x3, and it's yeah. like... <laughs> this was a this was a gif on imger was it what you this were was, playing the whole game on yeah yeah uh it d- dark times dark times yeah. <laughs> um so for that purpose it's a good time to get into zelda every i get to play every game in 1080 for, better for the most part yeah the problem is uh the controller god i don't think there is actually is there a single zelda game that hasn't been like main main game Zelda games that hasn't been no HD? they've obsessively re re released every Ocarina 3D of one, Time Majora's Mask which, annoyingly uh, two of them are handheld exclusive for some reason yeah yeah I don't like the Majora's Put Mask and make uh, a Ocarina but, of Time Majora's Mask double pack on the Switch fucking great do that I'm I'm kind <laughs> of I I at some point I'm kind of baffled like I just like. <sighs> who who keeps letting Miyamoto just do shit sometimes like because Miyamoto's in charge of this whole fucking shebang he's the damn like he's the god deity over this entire franchise and sometimes he'll just be like no it's only on the DS and you're like Miyamoto why why the fuck are you so stubborn about this and he's just like my vision i'm like i fuck it i don't care if you're blind put it on the consoles you know it would sell well that was the soul rending thing that happened with the uh, monster hunter that time it was like they're like we're gonna make a monster hunter it's gonna have more monsters than ever before and multiplayer yeah. features and streamlining things and tons of content and mind-blowing thing you gotta play it Only on the square DS. you gotta play it on the square it makes your hands hurt you can't see what's happening yeah. everything's jagged it's amazing to look at screenshots of each monster hunter game and like see them get worse in quality Oh yeah, because they like, keep one, two, three, four, <laughs> five, and it's like Monster Hunter Four is like everyone's made of squares because like you can't get past the aliasing problem that is every screenshot of a DS game that's yes. a three D game. It just looks like everyone's made of like fucking uh, something designed to cut cardboard. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> it's it's just interesting that there's some nintendo does so many interesting things and then they do almost as many bad things oh yeah where nintendo will just yeah they'll just do some weird shit but all right let's do let's some do questions. questions so what we right. got an hour in yeah yeah we have we put it in the most awkward place where we have to turn away from the microphone to read It'll it fine i i couldn't oh, actually, figure I can... out i couldn't get my phone to show the questions it, we, we, we took so long to answer them that my phone stopped showing them because they're too old yeah and i can't find the setting to make it not do that anymore well i, I can I, see... I found it on my iphone but then my iphone was i had to get rid of that now i'm stuck with this piece of shit 
Well, and you're in luck because I can read it from here. So yeah. uh, it says. Uh, <laughs> we have four screens behind this because yes. we're energy conservationists. There's we're... also, you're recording on a phone that's over there, yeah. and there's a light with an umbrella, and there's light above us. I don't need energy there's bills. probably air conditioning, and there's two computers in here. What is this one? What's that thing? That's not here? a computer. What is that? That's a power bank. It's a power bank for your computer? Yeah. Oh, like a like to, a UPS? Yeah, to make sure it doesn't, like if there's a power I outage. I mean to get a UPS, but also I haven't had a power outage affect my work for like two years now. It's, I, I have I, I never keep, had I it. I keep dodging them somehow. Yeah. I've only had the one time where I was playing Invisible Ink, which is the worst time to ever have it happen, and the power went out during Invisible Ink, and I'm like... So, like, I have an episode that starts mid-mission, because I'm like, uh, 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 here's what happened, kinda. You literally can't rewind in this game. You can't have saves. You have to, like, That's the re, premise, yeah. is it's auto-saving constantly every time you make any decision. Yeah, so, so like, when the power goes it. out, you're like, I lost 20 minutes, and it's impossible to get back. It, besides, like, starting the entire campaign over, but that would just be canceling this season and starting over. Yeah. So, it's like, fuck. <laughs> the only other time that could really fuck me would be, like, a Dark Souls game. Yeah, that like, would suck. Like, that one time uh, I got... I made progression through a chunk of Bloodborne, and uh, I, my Elgato, I, I I was doing the Elgato software back then, I hit stop, and it's like, yeah, we didn't save that. It's just what they, like, one of those weird pop-ups that you only see once uh, ever. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, cool, I just lost, like, four hours of Bloodborne that's impossible to replay. The worst part so is I, I know I, that error, because I've yeah. also gotten that error. Like, so I, I feel like everyone's gotten that so error. So I started over an entire new save game. And I, I, I streamed for over the course of two days, me like speeding through the entire game up to that point, just so I could replay that one part, then switch back to my main character. And it's like that's that's the worst. Get so fucked by an error. Yeah, get so fucked by an error. So let's see here. We have, uh, hi there. This uh, oh, you see. said you could read it. Huh? You lied to me. Huh? You lied to me. I can. Hi there. I have a problem with my hands, wrist, arm, shoulders, and neck. It's a type of repetitive strain injury. So, do you take any precautions no. in regards to preventing this from happening to your cells? And your hands are heavily involved in what you do. Okay, uh, that's by re- uh, that's by Preed. Okay, well, that's not that's not <laughs> advisable. Um, I yeah. Neither, I'm gonna create an RSI right now. <laughs> neither of us yeah. Neither of us use any kind of like we don't use wristbands or. Yeah, I, just, I, I do absolutely nothing. I, I I've never had any wrist problems. Yep, I I this hand has. We're made strong. Uh, this hand definitely has carpal tunnel brewing, but oh, I, it does it. Oh, yeah, you having problems? Uh, no, but I can feel it. Like every you, so you, often, you, I your, bo- your body couldn't just let that one part work. No, like every so <laughs> every so often, I'll like I'll feel that clearly. This hand is like. I have carpal tunnel, but it's I'm holding it back. I'm like, keep doing your best. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have literally never had pain or problems yeah. at all, except for like maybe like one day of like, eh, as in like yeah. the same way that your shoulder could feel weird for a day or anything could feel it's just weird. a kink. Yeah, you'll yeah, get you, a kink. You probably you on it weird or something. Yeah, it's like, eh. that's pretty much how I am. I mean, I never, but I think it depends because I, I don't know personally. The way carpal tunnel brewing, it, it is. Uh, but it only happens if I do it for so long. Like if I sit there and I use the computer for probably like sixteen hours. Yeah. My like I take my hand off and it's like, ooh, and I can feel it like kind of it like you can I can feel the inside of it creaking and I'm like, ooh, that's not good. But then I'll wake up the next morning. It's like, oh, it's fine now. And I'm like, okay, you just needed to. Weirdly, I feel like I never have like intense computer usage as a thing that happens in my life that's that makes sense like i mean it sounds dumb because you do let's plays but like you yeah, also but, like, play I'm, with the controller a lot but like even then like it's just like 
I don't marathon games like I'm not Wanderbot like playing like streaming for seven hours straight or anything yeah. like that like a lunatic like I get up and stand up and walk around and like try to like I get stir crazy and want to like move around and do things every now and then and take breaks oh i do the same thing I'll, I'll, I'll stand up yeah and I'll move so you're just around. sitting for so long yeah. like that's not a good just generally not great you, feeling to begin with you know what hurts the most is uh i think i the only time i ever actually feel it i the only time I, my hands ever actually feel or my wrist actually feels in pain is usually a laptop yeah when i'm using a laptop oh, yeah that's another thing is i actively avoid all forms of things that like, make me uncomfortable yeah like this like when you're using a laptop you have to hold your hands like this basically yeah to do stuff. you gotta and it's when horrible. I'm on my when yeah, I'm on my desktop, I, I my hands are like perfect. They're they're 100 straight, so like I never bend them. Like I had a laptop I got specifically for that month long geology trip because I needed to do my yeah. job, like do the course do the and course. everything. <laughs> and uh, it got so little usage afterwards that when I was trying to record the 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 Breath of the Wild like karaoke video thing, I wanted to take that in my car with a microphone and like just go off remotely, so I would I would I could like just be loud without embarrassing myself, so I could like go all in. I ended up recording that and Night in the Woods on my phone instead because I couldn't get a powered USB to go with me. I even asked Marty if I could borrow his laptop and he just said no. I'm like, oh, well. <laughs> so, so, like, I'm off in my car just t- like singing into this device. Cause I, I mean, your phone honestly can record it, pretty well. It did all right, but it's too tinny and weird. So I had to yeah. do a lot of po- post-processing things to try to fix it. Also, I suck. Uh, but, like, fucking where were we? Uh, but, yeah, like, I can't. Like I, that's how little my, my laptop got no use because I hate laptops. Yeah, it feels bad. I I have a D, I have a 3ds and a, I think I have a DS Lite and a 3ds XL, which is like fucking spectrum there yeah. of sizes, and uh, yeah, they both just sit there. Yeah, I mean, I have. Well, I have my. Yeah, like my it's not fun to play video games on this either. Like phones, yeah, or phones anything. Are not great. I hate. I, I hate. I have my 3ds and I play Smash Brothers on it um and it is a wild ride for your wrists that yeah, i played kingdom hearts it's 300 like, and blah 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 over something days 65 the bullshit number one yeah. it's definitely not 365 that makes too much sense because that's how many days are in a year it's some dumb number oh okay. it's just a stupid stupid number it's like 362 and it's a stupid game it's a bad game i think it might be 358 i don't know but uh that's a bad game but not, but it's definitely not helped by it being a dumb DS game. So like I'm craning and I can't see what I'm doing, and it's like it's a third, it's a third person yeah. RPG, and it's a tiny postage stamp screen, and I'm trying to hammer these like <laughs> these buttons that are at right angles. Yeah, like, like the L and R buttons are just they're just rectangle blocks yep. that you try to press everything about the ds is blocking you're trying to press it but we're we're adults so when we press it with our fingers we're not using the tips of our fingers we're using like the beginning of yeah, our the finger to of press our the button because that's how big our hands you have to, are like claw it because we're, like, ah! we're both not japanese and not children so like these are not sh- even the xl is too small like it's it yeah. hurts i have the xl i yeah. have the new xl and it's like as big as it gets at this it's... point like i just only play games when they come out on on like pc and console because like i can't handle handhelds yeah which probably helps with not getting any rsis i guess yeah i guess that's and so that's that's the way the avoid we avoid it i also nowadays have an adjustable standing desk which i don't use for standing but uh more just to keep yourself level with the desk what happened is the one of my lunatic uh roommates just moved out and just left all the shit so i was like i guess this is mine now (laughs) so i just squatters rights i just inherited (laughs) his like expensive desk 
And it's it's a it's just a solid like heavy ass slab table, and you just crank and it, it has up. a crank that yeah. changes its height. Yeah. So I so it's at the so it's a perfectly heighted desk for me to have like a straight hand that's not tilted. Yeah, or anything. and that's I mean I have it's yeah. hard to see, but I have like a pad here that I that my wrist sits on and it never fucks yeah, with my so wrist. My desk is just the perfect height because it can change height. Yeah, which is great. Basically, just that's a I cool mean, feature. Just, just just buy really expensive desks yeah. and stop playing video games and go outside. <laughs> <laughs> great so next question um hey andrew keith i just want to ask what made you decide to do youtube of all things and what uh what were andrew's previous jobs since we know keith was a geologist uh okay it doesn't say what name from i Matt feel like this is already Matt. answered isn't it uh, Not this specific question, but like we were, we like we did a whole first episode. Yeah, whole first episode back, is what. Uh, watch episode one, which was the entirety of us talking about our backstory. Essentially, yeah, we just yeah we just met each other and we're like, eh, want to make a thing? Yeah, basically, like, uh, for episode one is just the how did this how did this come to be? But because I think it talked about like I had aspirations to like have like a weird debate thing and like we were gonna have a bunch of people in your garage arguing about yeah. shit basically or to, but yeah we went to, way just, back but it just me. evolved into being a dumb podcast instead and then none of those people ever came back because none of it no, was planned really did. well Carissa and Max showed up a little bit Zach never was again but then you were playing Amnesia and you're and you had that left, you left that review of like play Amnesia get Insomnia and tell those stories about like CeeLo scaring you playing Amnesia yeah. and shit like that so we're like what if we just recorded that yeah and like i hadn't even heard of let's plays at all as a thing it's just i mean i i, I there was recording software that existed already i had recorded like world of warcraft and random crap before i'm like we could just record you being scared of a game it's probably funny and so i just put that and, on youtube and thus youtube was born but 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 somehow it took us forever to get to that stuff and we started off playing a bunch of xbox live indie games yeah we went straight to that that's the weird thing we did. I don't even remember the. I don't remember the conversation or what either. happened. But our first recording session for Let's Plays was that we played like Akana the Kunoichi and uh, Protect Me Night yep. and stuff like that. And I think it was because Baby it was... Maker Extreme Two. Yeah, and that was our first session. It was all. It was weird. It was post commentary. Yeah, we, we recorded, recorded the game and then yeah. we, ta we talked over it later. We recorded yeah. it all. We were talked over it later, but also it was, even the, that wasn't synced up correctly. Yeah, there's so many frame rate and video problems and oh, shit. Yeah. But the uh, but yeah, so that's how we. I mean, just watch the first episode. You, just, you can find you out how we it. got into YouTube. Yeah. Um. As for previous jobs, all my previous jobs are like tech related, and one of them was retail. Yeah. People so. people act like like doing YouTube is going to be like a big decision. You remember. Like it's yeah. monumental. There's no barrier for entry. You just do it. You can do it right now. You could. Yeah. You have a phone. You could just blah 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 upload, and that then it's on you. My phone's upside down. You can, then it's just on the internet, and uh, no one will watch it, which is how everyone starts. Uh, but that's all it takes. You just you just make stuff no one watches and press upload. Pretty and much. And eventually you iterate. And then eventually. <laughs> or you give up. Or like most people. Yeah. Let's see. The barrier the barrier for entry is super low, but the barrier for actually making it anywhere is super high and that's not a choice <laughs> it's partly a choice because you have to stick with it yeah but you don't actually choose to be successful or make it places or whatnot yeah that's definitely out of your control yeah <laughs> i learned a lot from what looking at the let's play subreddit about how how high the failure rate is because you just it's just like 
if you go to the Let's Play subreddit, people are just asking the same questions and answering the same questions every single week forever. And the questions don't change for years because every single week it's all new people asking this, these questions again. By the way, there and, is a wiki and, and, all the and people, there's a search fun function. And all the people that asked it last week already quit YouTube forever because they're like, oh, nobody watched my videos immediately. I give up. Because yeah. they, they expect... Uh, they, they expect, they to, be expect to be PewDiePie within a week. like Markiplier and stuff like that, yeah. and like that. It's a recurring thing for me and for both me and Wander is having people come in and call our channels dead. Like clearly, your channels are dead. You're only getting 500 views. You're only getting 2,000 views a video and stuff like that. And it's like, uh, in both of our cases, when people say this, we look at our social blade. It's like, yeah, we're uh, literally our most successful month ever. We're at peak productivity, literally never been better. We're growing faster than we've ever been do doing. We're getting more views per month than we've ever had before. But people just see view count as, like, if it's lower than the big people, then you're dead. Yeah. And they don't understand how that's, like, completely insane. I mean, you literally start, you start at zero and go up. And as long as you're growing, yeah. you're not dead. But people have the, people seem to have this weird, like, fucked up fantasy idea that you literally just make a channel and it just spawns into existence at like 2 million uh, subscribers and like hundreds of thousands of views per video. And if it ever drops below that, you must have done something wrong and dropped down to there. But you start at zero. Yeah. And like you can't explain this to people. They're too stupid. It's amazing how it's, stupid some of these people are. It, it like even... You, they will tell you to your face your channel's dead and you'll like try to educate them and they're like, no, your channel's dead. You should just give up. I'm like, what the... What? I feel like it's what? yeah. I don't. I don't know. It's like I guess people want less competition. If you go around telling everyone their channel's dead, and they quit. <laughs> then maybe it's just you left. The, it's it's so incomprehensible and bizarre. Uh, so let's see. Next one. Uh, hey, I've been watching Black Mirror recently. So what are you, <laughs> some of your favorite episodes, and why are they your favorites? <laughs> Oof. Andrew doesn't like the show. I no. I like some episodes you like like an episode i like no you like i like the, you like the one about i like two episodes you like white bear don't you i like white bear and i liked another one i don't remember i liked another one <laughs> that's not boating well well it's hard because they i don't well for one it's hard to remember their names but two it's oh no i like the um uh, i like the retirement home one Oh yeah, yeah. That was, Everyone likes that episode. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fine. That's a cool episode. There's nothing it's, wrong it's with. It's named after the location, San Santa Monica, San Junipero. San Junipero. There yeah, that's like, everyone likes San so, Junipero. San Junipero and it's White Bear. A little, it's a good it's, little movie. Yeah, that's it. Those two. Yeah. Everything else is. I don't. <laughs> I don't need it. I like most episodes of Black Mirror. But what's your favorite? What's episode? my favorite episode? Like, what is an episode you would Fuck. watch right now again? All of them? What the fuck is wrong with you? All of them? Yeah. Not I, okay. I well, just I would just rewatch any of them. Some of them are weaker than other ones, like the uh, uh, like the kid with the child porn. That one was weird. It was like the worst. Uh, that's I think that's like, like the worst one ever jumping made. Jumping straight to spoiling the ending on that one. Uh, was it? Uh, well, they don't know which one I'm talking about. The, te the test. Te the, so the the worst episodes of Black Mirror are ones I'm still like into, but it's like a weird thing where it's like. I'm like, I don't know if you accomplished what you're going for. You think you failed the or, execution? Or it kind of feels like arbitrary bullshit's happening throughout the episode. Yeah. But I'm entertained still. <laughs> like, a good example of that's Tester. Oh, like, I yeah. I find Tester yeah, yeah. as an episode entertaining, but it's, I think it's a sloppy, weird episode. It's a it's poorly written, but interestingly executed. It's, like, yeah, it's just existing in its premise is yeah. still entertaining. Like, the idea that everything. someone's sitting there and is like... 
unaware some, that they're in VR and then like yeah. witnessing things. It's the like that's that it's in, fun. In an instant, somebody lives through an entire like virtual scenario that's designed to make all of their horrors come out at them. Basically, yes. is like that's enough. That's interesting, it, but like the premise as to why it's happening like, is really dumb. I think the, like, possibly the weakest episodes for me are God, that fucking episode pissed me off so much too. Because I, I remember that. I remember the episode. Didn't he like? So one one of the episodes <sighs> that's really hard to watch is the one about the bees. Not the bees! Because the bees one is like... Where they're all like you, dying if off. If you think about it too much, every part of... Like, almost every part of it is a thing of like... <laughs> if you think about it, you're like, ah, what? Fuck, what? Yeah. Like, it has too many logistical yeah. problems that distract me. It's like, it's definitely one of those, hey, this would be really cool in a sci-fi aspect. Please, yeah. please, please don't think about it in a Black Mirror aspect. Whereas possibly my least favorite episode is the one about the blue bear. Oh, I, I did. I had like three episodes. What's that? I like the one from the, uh, the from the new season, the one with the dog. The drones, the robot yeah. monsters. That's a fun episode. That's a good episode. It's a weird Black Mirror episode. Like, it stands out, but it's, I, it's a fun, like, robot I, apocalypse yeah. Terminator movie. I, I think it was, like, the best episode it's because... It's so fucking grim. It's like a Fallout movie. I, I it's think like, by, it's, it's really, like, yeah, it, the but, tone is great, God, and it's the, just this relentless chase with, like, a monster. It's just, the best part is just how... It's, it's like, just it's, so emotionlessly but, and but endlessly chasing it's, her. It has like, nothing else. It will not else. stop. Because it has nothing else to do. Yeah. That's its entire That's all life. all it does is hunt it's you and kill you. people. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's the, the, yeah, the fucking, the people hunter, like, dog robot thing is like, that's, that, that's a, that's, like, that's, that's, that's a good one. I think my favorite part about that is because I didn't know what to expect. Like, it, when it starts off, you're just kind of like, ugh, this is kind of weird. Like, just yeah. people in a car. But, like, the moment it, like, the, it drops the base, basically, which is, like, the guy takes the box and goes, oh, fuck, and it just explodes. <laughs> and, like, people just Wait, start just dying. The and like, just the realization of how bad it gets yeah. so fast. And, like, it, I was kind of like, oh, you don't, this you don't isn't... know what they're afraid of. No. You're like, why, is there, why are they all yeah. skittish about And so I thought like, it, it... There's so many things to yeah. be afraid of. Like, I thought it was, like, I, in my head I was racing, like, is it a zombie apocalypse? Like, is the, it, like, some kind of weird... slash the ways it follows? you and like no, all the things like, going on there it took over a car and it was driving a car at somebody i was like it doesn't have legs <laughs> it's like it, it hacked the car yeah, but it can't reach the gas pedal how is it doing this and it's like sitting there like i'm gonna get you and then it just, just rams like, a car it just like jacks into the cigarette lighter or whatever like yeah like, but it, it like just keeps going it's it like, just rams into another car and then jumps into that car like, and it's like i'm in your car now it's like get the fuck out it's, it's like cartman's trapper keeper just assimilating everything <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the I don't like the comedian Blue Bear episode, where he's like, "I'm gonna take down all the all the politicians with my persona of being a comedian that don't oh, take no guff." He's like a virtual yeah. reality bear, but he's bad. That's my problem. It's like the premise is fine, but he's not actually clever or interesting. Yeah, the so bear like, isn't actually saying anything that's like yeah. hilarious or like off-putting or anything. I was like, "Whoa, my goodness!" Like he's you, just like, like you take the guy from the second episode that does the fucking shards my neck show, yeah. and have him voice and have that guy doing the bear, and suddenly he's going to be like the voice of a fucking generation, and then it's going to be really tragic when he gets unseated and just replaced because they don't know who's behind the scenes, and the, like that's what happens in the episode. It's like he gets replaced by. Just somebody else when he doesn't want to do it anymore, but like and even then you're, you're even then you're still just like kind of going back to the same message that episode had already. With 10, yeah, ten thousand merits, which is my favorite episode. Really? Yeah, we, yeah, we've been over this. I think yeah. like, that's still my favorite episode. Still, but that's what I'm saying, really, because like I'm surprised it's still, still your still my episode. favorite episode. There's good ones. I real so my favorite episodes. Uh, I feel like you would have liked the. I I feel like you would have been an avid fan of the last episode of the most recent season. Uh, the house of what? I don't what, know. That what was, was, what was the fucking no. I don't. I don't like. Black. I don't like their anthology episodes as much. 
The ones where it's like, here's a bunch of, here's like a grab bag of ideas in an episode. I guess it just meant the ending was like, it's kind of a, like a weird. The ending was kind of all right, I guess. I hate it. I hated everything about that episode. I don't know. But for me, just... I like, uh, I like 10,000 merits or 10 million merits or 15 billion merits or whatever the number is. Cause I think it's one, I think I'm it's one, remembering I think it was 1 billion merits. It might be 1 billion merits. I, no, I remember, I remember. Or it, million? I think, I think it might be 15 billion merits. Something 15? about that's, it's okay. the second episode. So he's, episode it's, two season it's one find. yeah um, it's the one with all the screens yeah <laughs> i really like the one where you rate people oh okay that sorry i took it you have to remember which one you it said, was well you said rate and i thought you said rape and i was like that's which, no no which is that episode <laughs> no the one where you're like yelp reviewing every human oh god yeah and like and like it turns again uh, like it's this fucked up corrupt thing where like it's this and if your this, stars this aren't high enough then like yeah you, it's, it's a rating system that creates a caste system within their society yeah. but also there's like a black lottery moment or not black lottery it's a uh, just the lottery yeah i always lottery want moment. i always call it black lottery for some reason i think it's because it's like the black spot very racist <laughs> i think i think of like the black spot stuff that shows up in a completely different type of lottery thing like the jack sparrow shit oh okay. so i'm thinking of like black spots which is a different thing that's like a davy jones locker problem as opposed to the lottery <laughs> where you draw i think uh, i think you just draw straws or slips that, or something that around. age old davy jones there's locker. a black spot on the paper in the lottery Oh yeah, the black yeah, the, spot the, the is short, what? the short story lottery where yeah. like they stone you to death if they draw it, and then they did South Park episode about that where they're like doing it for the harvest, they're like murdering Britney Spears and her head's blown up, and where they're still gonna go after him. Then like they hold up the sign for, like the like next harvest is going to be good, and it's like a picture of Lindsay Lohan as being yeah. like the next person they're gonna ruin basically societally. It's like that episode of South Park, but as a Black Mirror episode. Yeah, basically, because like, like, like the devolves into her life just slowly collapsing, and everyone's just watching it happen, and everyone fully understands how the system works and how it fucks people, but it's not hurting them. It's so like they the just purge. Let it happen. Yeah, it's like yeah. the purge, or it's even elements of like fucking like the Holocaust, even where like they would come, they would come after individual. It's, it's, it, that that well, God black damn. black mirror is about the fucking darkness of well, humanity. I know, but like it's like I'm over here like I'm, oh, it's kind of like the purge. Yeah. It's like the fucking Holocaust. Well, it like, is. Whoa. I'm talking about that element of like how individual groups of the population would be persecuted one by one, and all the people that weren't being hurt would just let it happen well yeah and the, i mean it's a thing of like the, they it's, came for it's, the blank yeah statement. i mean we were talking about this before the podcast of like people always need that they like enjoy the the idea of mm-hmm. there's somebody that's not them to hate they like the idea that there's like somebody else suffers and it's mm-hmm. not them and they're like ooh, that's that's okay but then the moment it's them they're like everything is bad and i don't know why this system exists and you're like but you were a part of it and you would be okay with it if it wasn't you like what is which is like, a thing we do right now no we don't we always do that no we're we literally don't. never not turning a blind eye to the suffering of humanity that's not where, YouTube where do is. these come from where do those come from we're surrounded by video games and screens and nightmares that are created by suicidal chinese people i mean it's fine we put nets up they can't kill themselves now that's a thing now they're stuck just, just in case you <laughs> forgot just in case you forgot about the suicide nets they put up nets in those factories Look. so people would stop suiciding. Yes, now and the nets will catch them. And now they stay where it's they're really supposed to be up. and oh. making phones forever. Hey, you know, if it makes you feel any better, they're really talented people. They have a very, very specific skill set that can't be replicated by machines because otherwise this they would. So dark, and I already did the Holocaust name drop, and it's just getting but, worse. Yeah, so mine, my, my, those are my three tops, uh, and those are Keith is just like Black Mirror is cool. So it is a good show, <laughs> but I really like the rating people episode, Ten Million Merits, and San Junipero, 
which is just a good movie. San Junipero's just, just yeah. Like if you, if it's people nice. aren't into Black Mirror, you could just bring it up. You could just you could just air San Junipero. That's yeah. As a sh- as a movie to like your parents or whatever, and they'd be like, no, that was with nice. Like, with like no context. That was nice, honey. It's better than all those bad things you always watch. It's like, well, yeah. guess what? Next episode, burp. <laughs> like, and then you just slowly transition them over to Neon Demon. And someone's <laughs> fucking a pig in this one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, San Junipero is. Uh, I think. I think for me, I liked it because I. I'm a sucker for romantic stories like that. Yeah, I, I'm a real sucker if it's like well done. And it's, I also like that it's a world where weird, weird, crazy shit's happening, and it's not explained. Yeah, the, like, the whole time jumping have, thing was to, like what, you have to what? pick up on it. Yeah, like it's it's something that threw me off is I've been I've been reading The Last Wish, which is the first Witcher novel. Okay, and he just does shit. Like Geralt just does shit in that movie. Why wouldn't I mean, he? in that book? And you're like, you're. You just, I'm sorry. You just you just made the Quarren sign. The what? <laughs> like it, like it doesn't. It, there's no. There's no intro. There's no like. There's no prologue chapter where they explain how the Master Chief happened and what the oh, program yeah, is. Yeah. He just is a Witcher and he just goes on a mission and that's how the book just starts. And I mean, he's, just, a, he's like he's drinking potions that make him look like a monster. It's and like compelling. All this crazy shit's Does it not it hook just, you in? And it just goes, and you just have to figure out as going on what stuff even means. Yeah, and that's what San Junipero feels like because you're like, and because well, it starts out yeah because it's immediately like a person yeah, like jumping just, through time. Yeah, they're just meeting in a club, and then she disappears, and you're like, where'd they go? It's not not where, when, and then she just follows her to a different when. And you're like, what? You can yeah. do that? Yeah, <laughs> it's like you you expected like like you expect some weird shit like. Oh, there's a Black Mirror episode about like secretly the other person's a time traveler. It's like what it seems like at first. Yeah. Then you find out, oh no, they can both time travel. What? Yeah. Because like she doesn't react like, oh no, what a how did you what, what how a did crazy you find thing me? to say? Yeah. Like she knows exactly what he means because they can both time travel because this isn't a reality. She's like the fuck. Like I love the re- it, I love- just say it keeps going. I like that it keeps going further in certain yeah. ways, but then it also I think what I like the most is that it it has a message that isn't uh, the way they the, unveil the ideas over yeah. time is fun. Yeah, like the there's like I don't want to spoil like, anything. Like they but did like that with the Star Trek episode. Oh yeah, where it starts off, you're in Star Trek land, and then you transition God. to these multiple stages of Damn reality, it. where you're like, "Oh, that's the context." Yeah, like a lot of ep- a lot of the fun Black Mirror episodes start with a context where you don't actually fully understand where you are and what's happening yet. Yeah, and then uh, and then the, all the episode, a lot, yeah, a lot of the episode is you learning what the rest of the thing even is. That's why I like that, uh, that happens. That's why uh, I love White Bear. That, white ha- that, ha- that happens. White yeah, bear, don't, don't say what happens in that one. No, but like white bear <laughs> is my favorite because uh, like yeah. when you figure out what's going on, you like it's uh it's that moment where you're like sitting in your chair like oh okay well yeah I guess it's about to end. It's like the end. What? <laughs> it's like it just yeah. hits you all at once. Like there's a lot of episodes where? like Ten Million Merits where you just know the reality immediately. Yeah. Like that. Like Ten Million Merits is not tricking you. No. That's no. what that reality is. Yeah. And the the pig fucking episode is just reality basically. Yeah. Like it's just now. Well yeah. There's, and there's no I mean, twist. It's not secretly a, a, a reality, like, like some some alternate reality or something. Like like a lot of the episodes are just flat. Like that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, there's and so that's that which is what makes the twists effective for the other episodes is that you don't every time you go into an episode you don't know which one it is. Yeah, you don't know if it's an episode you take literally or not. And that's, so there's a lot of episodes where there's like either a big reveal at the end that changes everything, or even like a multi-layer crazy series of reveals yeah. that keep recontextualizing, like the dating episode. The dating episode is really that uh, kept getting weirder. Was like, You're like really weird. Fuck. Yeah. Like by the time I was at the end, I was like, there's <laughs> like, like, like so many layers going on, and then it like, and then it like the very end of it, you're just like you're watching and you're like. 
I I hope it works. Like, <laughs> like I just don't know anymore because it just because it sits there and it's like this is the information you now know, and I'm like. <laughs> yeah there's a lot of episodes like that and i i appreciate the idea that they don't just stick to like 10 10 billion merits and the pig fucking one because this is like the worst episodes to me are those ones <laughs> i love 10 million merits i know but like i just i i get so i i, I liked it up until the ending the ending is what really upset me just the sheer raw cynicism of the ending <laughs> no it's just like i i think the thing that was like really upsetting was that he just didn't learn a lesson at all he just like no. He, just he learned gave a lesson. Up. He learned the depressing lesson, yeah, he which just is did, that he he, just he like, succumbed to the system. Yeah, which is how most that, that what's uh that's that's a trend throughout history is is like the story is like that about a super oppressive regime that that ruins everyone's lives and everything, like and you're like and you'll often have like a guy and a girl that meet each other and then their love is being destroyed by the society around them. Oh no! And then two things always happen basically in these stories, which is. Either they succumb to the system or they die. Like 1984. Yeah. Like 1984, yeah. I think, just ends with the idea that with the game, just the the book just tells you, like, one day he's going to sh- get shot in the back of the head by surprise. Like, it's just going to happen one day. Like, he's just, it's just yeah. a countdown. Or, and like, Romeo. And like, I think the book just ends, right? Yeah. Or Romeo like, and Juliet is the same way, same fucking premise, which is like uh, overbearing. But that, but that's stupid. What's well, stu- <laughs> Romeo and Juliet? I mean, stupid. <laughs> they're all usually stupid. Well, I it's, mean, the other ones are at least a societal problem as opposed to just two. But the outcome is the same. People, people are yeah. just dumb. Like they they, also, they, they, they make these two they also, choices because they theirs was just like their local people. Like you could just leave. Like well, if you're that, if your love's Keith, so strong, you're not going to leave when you're that rich. Like, <laughs> that's the thing is like those guys are such shitheads. <laughs> like. At least in 1984 and Ten Million Merits and a bunch of these shitty young adult novels, like it's an inescapable mega society that's like a Divergent or whatever the that fuck. That reminds me of the fucking what's that movie that came out? Like, where nobody like goes the... beyond the wall in Divergent and shit like that. God the, damn it. What's that one movie? The, the one movie with the tests. The tests. That's no, Divergent. Is that Divergent? That's the one where I'm Divergent. I don't go into any of the groups. No, no, no. The one where you have to like you have to get a certain amount of grade, or else they just like kick you out. There was one. There was one. There's like it's like a fucking weird planet or something that you have to get like top scores, and if you don't get top scores, they like just shuttle your ass to some like concentration camp, and like they're on a planet. I don't. I don't know. I didn't watch it. But there's like there, <laughs> well, thanks, great. Well, I'm saying, but there's like the, the whole point was like this girl is in love with this guy, and the guy's an idiot, and so he fucked up on the test, and so like he was gonna go to a concentration camp, so the girl flunks, but the girl is actually the the daughter of the dean of the school, and he's like, well, I'm not gonna send my daughter to a concentration camp and she's like well then you can't send him either i was like what is what is this like i want to see a dystopian society like murder game scenario where at the end of the game the rules actually kept through the whole time oh yeah like there's always a subversion of the rules like yeah, somebody always way in <laughs> like, like 999 from, yeah from 999 to hunger games to every yeah. single iteration of that the, the the thing they say at the beginning that's going to happen at the end never actually happens. It'd be kind of nice if the thing actually happened for once. I think they, they they only they always cop out on it just because they get worried that following through ruins it for the yeah. audience because the audience is like, well, th- that sucks because I really cared about them. No, I want commitment. Fun. I want that Black Mirror shit. I want that flavor. <laughs> that flavor. <laughs> Did I tell you my uh, my ship of Theseus thing I want to have happen with uh with Walking Dead? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I want that show that. to become Ship of Theseus, where every single character is gone. Yeah, and just because like it's been replaced with new. Like it's, a, it's amazing to watch season one of that show because every single character you see on screen in every scene is either completely different or literally dead. And literally every character, spoilers for Walking Dead a, a bit, I guess, here, is that... I mean, f- f- yeah. like years of spoilers. So, yeah, y- Catch up! Years of spoilers and also ongoing, like literally now spoilers. But So we've hit the point now. They're zombies. We've hit the point now, Andrew. Every single character in Walking Dead besides Rick... I was going to say, isn't it just fucking Rick at this point? Everyone besides Rick is either dead in the comic or the show. Even his kid? Yes. Both of his kids and his wife what's are the, dead in one or the other. What's like the point of Rick? <laughs> like, like what, in, what keeps him going? So right now, like, well, really, what keeps him going? Right now, the surviving characters in the show God. are Rick, a character they made up for the show. Uh, that's two. Not he didn't make up Rick. <laughs> uh, then the other two survivors are two characters that are both minor characters that had almost no screen time in the comics and died like kind of nonchalantly one yeah. day. Like one of them died in the fucking prison storyline. That's how long ago they died. But she's but now nowadays they're like the the, like the top characters of the whole show and everything. Like Rick's married to a different person because in both versions his wife dies and he moves on to a different person. But the person's dead in the show. That's that 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 is that is the person in the comic. So now he's married a different person in the show. Not remarried, but like they're together with a different person. And like basically fucking. There's no society. And like in one version Carl's dead, and the other version the baby's dead. Because they machine gunned down Rick's wife while she was running with the baby and she crushed her baby is what happened in the comic. Because the comic does a lot of scenes they probably wouldn't do on television. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the part where Michonne uh, impales the governor's dick with her sword is a thing that happens. Yeah. Okay. There's but, a, they pull a lot of punches in the show. Uh, well, for I reasons mean, they, I get, but also I, reasons I don't get. There, I mean, there, look, I, I, don't think, I don't think you want to toe the line so, that badly. So here's but. an actual storyline from the comic. Is that okay. the governor captures Michonne and Glenn, and uh, he, she he she like he like rapes and tortures Michonne for like a week while Glenn's in the other room just hearing it, and so okay. he's just like a he's just like this like gibbering mess of like collapsed insanity after just old just hearing this nonstop all week, and she's losing her goddamn mind. So what happens, and this is actually important to the story, is that. When they come back later to attack, to do a strike against the governor's city, what happens is Michonne disobeys orders, disappears from the rest of the group, and goes on a revenge mission. Which, okay. you, which you get because of what happened there. Yes. So he, go, he finds the governor's place. She finds the governor's place. Govern, the governor has her baby. Her uh, the, the, I'm the, Every gender is wrong in the sentence. Uh, the governor has his daughter, which was a zombie. But it has like, cha- but they're like chained up. Yeah, you can't kill her. They're doing the fight. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah, So Michonne ki- kills his daughter, <laughs> re-kills his daughter in front of him, <laughs> and then like <laughs> mutilates him and chops him up. I think he take. I think one of his limbs comes off, and he like stabs. She stabs his dick, and like all this other shit's happening. Like and leaves him for dead, like as a bleeding, shredded mess. And then what happens is the governor, in response to that, does the big like I'm literally driving a tank into the prison attack that ends the prison storyline where they have to evacuate the prison because it's being destroyed by a tank after he was chopped up. Yeah, because he survives that and leads an attack on the prison, which leads to his death and also several other characters' deaths, including Lori falling on his baby on their baby and getting machine gunned down and everything. It's a, a lot of fucked up stuff happens in the comic, and so I, I get why they would change stuff in the show. To not show the uh, a mother crushing her baby or dick chopping or literal rape, 
yeah you might want to show not want to show on your amc show the problem is that in the show they change it so that michonne still disobeys orders and goes on this mission for no reason and does all the shit that leads to like they they kept the part where she causes everything that leads to the huh. to the leads to the governor like losing an eye. They couldn't even insinuate it. No, like they couldn't insinuate like oh he like he captured me and like beat the shit out of me for a week. And, yeah, like, so what they do is they remove like, literally all of Michonne's motivation. It just make they, her a crazy person. And they just like, make her a lunatic. Like yeah. in the show's context, char- like you're looking at character motivation. She's a brand new person because she was she actually was with the governor and 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 Andrea and other people. She defects away from the governor's group because she gets the ski. She, she literally because she just gets the creeps. She's like, I don't trust these people. She she sneaks off and she just leaves. Is her thing uh, okay? And so she joins Rick's group and he, she's new in this group now, like much newer than she was in the comic at that point. And so she's her whole goal should be I just want to blend in, I just want to follow orders and earn their trust. They stop want be wanting to like kick me out and stuff like that should be his, her motivation. Yeah. But instead, she literally does the thing that makes them lose their entire home. <laughs> Which is the crazy thing on that attacks the governor that leads to the entire final conversation without any of the reasons for it. And like so that's what's infuriating about the the show is that they'll they'll change thing like I'm cool with the changes. I'm not cool with when they then change stuff, but then do the the thing, the storyline anyway, that when they change the reason why it happened, but didn't give it a new, a new reason and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you gotta, you got you gotta pull a Zack Snyder. I, I don't say this often. I don't, I don't say this literally I, ever. I don't say this often. Zack Snyder. But you gotta pull a Watchmen, where if you're gonna change why a thing happens, you gotta come up with another reason why it happens. I think that's like if you a, want to get rid of the nightmare psychic squid monster, then you make it a Doctor Manhattan bomb, and that's the reason why he leaves at the end of the movie. Ah, like, ah. I, I'm going to take a stand uh, here. I think that was a, that change is fine. <laughs> I'm gonna, people get mad. People get mad about that change. You know about the Watchmen difference, right? Yeah, but like, I'm just here, like it, hot take. Squid thing was dumb. Yeah, because nuclear bomb was better. Yeah, because <laughs> in the watch in the Watchmen comic, they wipe out the city with a squ- psychic squid exploding. Yeah, and then Doctor Manhattan's like. Oh no, I'm bored. I'm leaving. <laughs> in the movie, uh, he uses a Doctor Manhattan-inspired mega bomb, basically, like using he he learned from Doctor Manhattan how to make it or ma- base it on Doctor Manhattan or something like that. And because it was like Doctor Manhattan, he could blame it on Doctor Manhattan. Then Doctor Manhattan becomes this like alien threat, and so the, he just goes. All to of Mars. mankind is divided against Doctor. I mean, is uh, united against Doctor Manhattan and the fear of this horrible monster that, that wiped out New York. And then he pieces out because he's like, I've been beaten, basically. And like that that fucking works. He just it, yeah. That's that's how you make a different version of a thing that also works. Walking Dead never does that. No. If they if they change something, but they do the storyline anyway. They just don't fill in the gaps. Yeah, so that's why they need to just get rid of the... the, That's why you want them to get rid of all the characters. (laughs) Yeah. So that way it's just its own thing. On a regular basis, the characters that that didn't exist in the comic are the best ones in the show. Oh, okay, yeah. Because they have the free creativity on them. Yeah. Like, like everyone loves Daryl Dixon. The guy that had the really bad video game. It's yes. Mer- Merlin Durrell. Yes. <laughs> Merlin Durrell. It's, it's Merlin Durrell in a game. Durrell. What could be better? <laughs> God, that was I, a quote. It's a fucking yeah, quote. I beat that game. That's yeah. a quote from the goddamn trailer. That's a trailer. game where they waste Michael Rooker. They did, yeah. They had Michael Rooker and didn't do shit with it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But yeah, Michael Rooker and uh yeah, Marilyn Darrell are that 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 those those are decent characters in the show that don't exist at all in the comic. Uh Carol is like the fi- the fam- the big badass like like basically bounty hunter murder girl lady la- lady that's just 
She's kicking serious ass, but she has all these conflicts because she's so dangerous that she literally doesn't want... She wants to go into, like, hermitude and escape society because whenever she's in society, she's forced to fight and she kills so many people that she's trying to escape society so she stops having to kill everybody. That's actually a plot line. That's a that's an insanely ridiculous plot line. Whereas in the fucking show, in the comics, she just killed herself, like, at the beginning. She's just been gone. She's, she killed herself at the beginning of the entire comic and has never been in the show, basically. And they're oh. just a completely different character. Wow, okay, then. That's the kind of differences they have. And, like, Sasha was a fun character, too. And she's, like, she was either a background character or someone that didn't exist. And she, but she left to be the leader of the Star Trek show now. But like every, That was a good call, babe, But the by fucking the way. characters that they keep are so not good most of the time. Yeah. And also, I don't know where to go because I don't remember how I got to this topic. Uh, it's from the, the thing we were talking about. I don't remember. That's fine. It's a podcast. We say things. Yeah. Talking. I spoiled every show. I spoiled every show. Spoiled All right. Every show. That's Let's the title see. of the episode. What's the next one? <laughs> uh, might not be the title of the episode. I might forget or uh, not or not think it's a good title. <laughs> Hello. Uh, hey, guys. Do you think making Let's Plays on YouTube will continue to be a sustainable living for mid-sized channels in the coming years? What are your views on streaming as an alternative to traditional videos? What happened to all of the unfairment friends? Do you prefer cinnamon or butterscotch? Will Keith ever finish Undertale? It's you by, just had to read that one. By, <laughs> I gotta, gotta take them in order, right? Uh, Will yeah. it be sustainable? No one fucking no. knows. I don't. I I'm gonna throw my hot take in. No, you'll be lucky if YouTube is actually sustainable in the next ten years, like at all. Like I think YouTube will just cease well, to there, exist. Well, it's in coming years. Ten years is still within. I don't know. I mean, okay, coming here, five years, YouTube is going to be basically a TV channel. Like, it's just going to be a TV station. Yeah. And if you don't conform to what works for YouTube and YouTube Red monetary, like, it's whatever. Hard to, it's hard to say what'll happen. And I'm not saying that it's not going to be creative. I mean, they'll build, something will co- rise in the void. That's yeah. how it always works. Something will rise from the void and, like, fill it. But I'm saying, like, I think YouTube's trying its best to gear away from all of you weirdos who go and make, like, meme videos on and YouTube. Everyone, <laughs> it's hard to say just because, like, the economy always changes. The economy. No, I don't mean the economy, but, like... How like how money works within this stuff changes yeah. like how how they profit how they lose money every or like, like look at Rooster Teeth and how their ways of monetizing change like every year yeah like now we're getting shirts now this is the they used to call it sponsorship program you would sponsor Rooster Teeth they changed the name yeah. to First at some point but like people have Patreons people sell merch as far and as that's, whether, well so that's like, what I mean so like, so like a lot of people will be able to make their money if they just have an audience yeah even if they can't make ad money anymore. And that's so, a, so people, then that becomes a question of can they still make the videos on YouTube or will YouTube yeah. no longer let their videos exist in the first place? Yeah, like, that's I mean cause honestly, even with, cause even with the adpocalypse, you can make money. Although with all this adpocalypse stuff that's been happening, like me and Wanda have been making more money than ever before during all this chaos, where we're supposed to not make any more money. It's because it's so, I think it's less about it's. It's very particular content that they're going after. Yeah. And it's it's mostly stuff that they yeah, it's mostly stuff that's deemed like this is too much too many hot takes in one video demonetized. And it's like, but you know, if you're sitting there playing I mean, almost w- every w- video Warcraft. I upload at some point gets like a yellow dollar sign saying it does, like it's but, not suitable for everyone. But the bot but, but shows also up. Th- but also you don't know what everyone means. Yeah. Like like they, they, there's a there's suitable for everyone, suitable for n- no one, and then the yellow. Yeah. Which is like, is it suitable for ninety percent of audiences or ten percent of? You don't know what the yellow means, so it's a kind it's kind of useless information. Uh, so let's see. What are your views on streaming as an alternative to traditional videos? I don't like streaming. I don't Not very much. I don't really care about streaming one no. way or another. 
Um, I, I, I find myself, I'll stream every now and again on Twitch playing Overwatch just to like relax. Yeah. But it's not, I, I'm not like wander level where people, like there's so many people showing up and talking and I have to be interactive with people. I'm just sitting there being bad at Overwatch live and that's all I do. So like, I don't, I don't really know. I, I see stream, like I'll watch people who stream, but my question always goes back to your question, which is like, why are you doing this? This is really fucking dumb. Like, yeah, like I, have a, I have a thing where like I, it seems so weird because people are just I'm shouting cool, at you live. I'm, I'm cool with an explicit like Q and A style thing, whether it's like a literal just only a Q and A or like, like I'm IRL playing, or or like I'm playing games while talking to chat and answering questions, and that's yeah. the premise. But like as a let's play, there's basically no upside to it being streamed. Absolutely, yes. Like, I don't understand why people. Like I, I look at Wander's audience because that's the number one live audience I interface with because it, I have a friend who streams and has an audience. Which and is when like, you do cooperate so every now and with then, him. Yeah. Well, not even that. Just every now and then I'll tune in because I have a friend who's live. And oh. Like that's my primary appeal for streams is like I'll, like I'll literally watch Andrew existing right now because I know that person and he's yeah. my friend. And I'm just checking in on my friend. And I don't. Like I'll watch a bunch of titty streamers. <laughs> Like I'll watch, I'll check, I'll just tune in on a friend of real, real quick, and I won't really watch the stream itself because it's boring. But well, yeah, because like, it's content nothing, you don't really like. There's nothing to consume, particular entertaining but... about watching a stream anyway. But I'll just shoot, I'll check in every now and then. But when I'm checking in on like Wander, like I'll, I see all these people who are like, oh, did I miss that game? Oh, when are you gonna play this game? And oh, what time is the? Oh, I'm, I'm not gonna be up that late. I'm like, you know, there's there's a whole idea that people came up with like in 2006 where like you put a video up and it's just there forever and you can just watch it people are really weird about like, like accounts why, and making accounts on different places and watching content in different ways it's like I just, why i don't understand the appeal of it being live yeah. so you can miss it now like that's I, like i don't I, I stopped watching cable on purpose because yeah. i don't want to deal with scheduled television I, I just want to watch it when i feel like it what's it called i watch i watch the overwatch uh I God, that's such a fucking dumb name. I watch the what, Overwatch. You wanted Overwatch? You're gonna be ready to snipe somebody when they walk in? No, I'm saying I watch the <laughs> Overwatch League. Uh, that when it and sometimes I can't catch it live. Sometimes I just don't. I'm busy doing stuff because I have a life. Yeah. But you know what's nice? They upload every single match. Yep. Onto Twitch, and then I can just watch that later. It's literally still on Twitch. It's just a vod. You can go yeah, back and watch again. I like, don't see the appeal of stuff being live. I don't get it. Like, being live is just a courtesy. Like, it's saying, hey, if you want to show up and watch me do this in the moment, that's cool. If not, it will still be there on the site. Yeah, just like, go I watch guess, it. Uh, like, I guess there like, could be, like, an event. Like, oh, I'm going to do this crazy run for charity, and am I going to make it? Like, that, that's, like, an event thing. But yeah. the, for average content, it's like, hey, I'm playing Hammerwatch again or something like that. And it's like, okay, all right. It's like, what, episode 12 of, like, a million? You like, can just I, watch I, that I, later. I, I don't see a reason to watch it live versus not live. Yeah. It's like a let's play. And, I don't, and, like, the live element almost always just makes the thing worse because the person acknowledging the audience almost always makes things worse, especially since the audience just wants shout-outs half the time. Yeah. And, like, as far as I can tell, the big streamers are people who just constantly acknowledge their audience. Like, oh, hi. Oh, hi. Thanks for your... Thanks for 12 months. Thanks for six months. Thanks for four months. Ah, thanks for the 10 minute... Thanks thanks for the $10 donation. And then, like, the bits fall into the thing. And I'm like... When did Didn't, what, when what? did celebrity telethons become a primary form of entertainment? Right, like that's if you call in, you might get to say hi to Matt Damon as he donates to Alzheimer's, and, and, and it's like that's yeah. now now we're just donating to some some like twenty two year olds wallet directly, and they're thanking us. And that's the whole show. But it's like it. We get the social recognition. That's like, hey, look, my name and that person said my name on the on the thing on the I, on the Twitch to like thousands it's so of people. Weird. 
It, like, I, I, I only I get it when it's like an event, like, this one day we're doing Extra Life, and it's weird that yeah. we're doing this today, but like, when it's every day, it's like, just keep giving me money, and I'll say your name, and that's the show? And I'm like, I do. when uh, does the personality come through? But if they're doing their personality, and just doing commentary, and just playing the game, then it doesn't matter that's live, because yeah. then that's, that's just a YouTube video at that point. Pretty much. So I'm like, I don't, there's literally, there's no good part of the streaming part, except for when you're just doing a Q&A thing. See, I have fun, because because I have uh, when you have Amazon Prime because Amazon owns Twitch. Yeah. When you have Amazon Prime, you're allowed to subscribe to a channel for free every month. Yeah. And so I'll go so, to, so people thank you for yeah. a thing you didn't even pay for. Yeah. So I'll go to people's channels. Basically. Like I'll go to big channels just to be a dick. I'll go to big channels that have like you know the oh, most. Do you do like a message? No, I just like something? no, I just press the like. Nope, I'm gonna subscribe. So then my name shows up on their, their stream with yeah. like m- like hundreds and thousands of people watching it's like now i feel satisfaction without having to pay for it yeah for me streaming <laughs> literally it's only it's only purpose is to do like basically a podcast uh like, like the one streamer that i watch as a stream where i'm like this is all right is uh i'll watch previously recorded which is the yeah. media gaming channel but i'll specifically watch it just when jay comes by because then it's because then it's the three of them. It's Rich, Jack, and Jay all together, and that's when they're, they're in the most conversational mode, and they're just having conversations that are basically being prompted by chat. Yeah, nonstop. It's just a non- it's, just it's, like, it's just a nonstop podcast yeah. set to a video game where sometimes something in the video game draws comment, but yeah. largely they're just podcasting, and the and chat questions slash mentions are kind of kind of giving them an infinite thing to talk about yeah and it, just the flows, chat, and it just flows forever the chat is basically a conversation machine and the nice part is that the personalities that you're there for are talking about the topics that you want to hear them talk yeah. about which is like that's the perfect symmetry of stuff but you know what's not yeah. is when you're just like so focused on the content where you're saying like you're doing this wrong or play this game or but that's not interesting for anybody it's not interesting for the audience mm-hmm. reading the chat it's not interesting for the person playing the game like it's when you ask questions of a streamer, it's way more engaging for everyone involved than it would be if you just like, which is all what Twitch devolves into is people shouting into the void, hoping for either recognition to criticize somebody mm-hmm. or like they want something it's like they want something, but it's never anything that benefits everyone else. It's benefiting them. And then if we talk as being like content creators, as opposed to being an audience member, which is what I've been talking about this whole time was yeah. like my perspective on why I'd want to watch streams, which is that I, that's the only example and everything else sucks. Yeah. I, hate, I hate streams. I hate watching them. As far as making streams go, uh, like it creates a new different problem which is that it becomes an unfiltered direct interaction between audience and creator yes and the audience can be really shitty they can tire you out real quick yeah they like, can like ruin the entire run real fast people can be like just awful and like there's a, there's always like and people always like there's a whole like reddit dedicated to like twitch fails and stuff like that which is like yeah. oh man look at that that guy went off on a guy and like so people are just like baiting at that point and, like that that's a whole dark part of that but ignoring all the dark baiting shit just normal interactions also like just lead to dark moments where like i have said things during streams to audience members in response to what they say that has led to them like not wanting to watch my stuff anymore and it's like a not happy moment for everybody and it's yeah. like yeah, this unfiltered interaction that's live is like there's no real upside to it. Like I, I don't, and I don't even say awful things. It's I just, don't, yeah. I'm not like insulting people and going off on people and like having like a rant against them. It's just like 
your live reaction to a comment can have a terrible response to someone that just wants to have like an interaction because like the maybe like the never meet never meet your heroes or whatever thing where it's like people like want and people want to interact with you and then they don't like then then they their response is negative yeah but it's like but like but i'm honest i'm an honest person and that's like supposed to be part of the appeal of the videos no. is like so, <laughs> <laughs> I, i'm just talking about like when i make the videos like yeah, but, spe speaking my mind frankly all the time is like yeah, what i that's, do that's fine and but not on twitch that's the problem is you can't no, talk to people live yeah. without like constantly like stepping on the wrong direction and stuff yeah. like that or like reacting unless you're big enough where it doesn't matter like you'll have a, yeah. you'll have enough people on your side to, to, to not be upset at the especially since like a lot of youtube audience people can only respond they can only they only know how to interact negatively to the thing they like <laughs> Like, they'll watch you every day, yeah. and they love your stuff, but all they can ever do is leave, like, backseat gaming comments or complaints or uh, basically just talking about how you're, like, unobservant and stupid and stuff like that. But, like, every day, yeah. and they're so obsessively watching you and supporting you on Patreon and shit that, like, they clearly like you. But, but the they, only way they ever talk to you is, like, they're, is like you suck. And it's, like, and that's the only way that they know how to say things is, yeah. is I mean, to have negative feedback. That's pretty much, it's pretty much my entire friendship with Naya. Like, <laughs> so I had an interaction with somebody where it's like where somebody started criticizing something like oh great what did I do wrong this time and it's like I can't believe you think of me like that and I'm like it's what all your comments are and that, and that guy never came back and I'm like I didn't, I didn't like I didn't insult him I'm just like pointing I'm, out I'm that pointing, he is I'm in fact doing I'm a... pointing a mirror at the way you talk to me yeah and you don't and you, so I'm like this is the thing though ah. it's like I, I think people forget that a content creator is it, it's like i'm just a person but a content creator you gotta like, think about all the things you say that yeah. is directed at a person but a content creator isn't like like bruce willis where like when you say mean things of bruce willis it's like it's shit it's like utter nothingness to him because yeah. bruce willis one will never actually hear you say those things to him two bruce willis lives in a mansion that is so fortified that it would be ridiculous for you to this even weird. shout at him and he could hear it and three He's fucking Bruce Willis. Like, he don't give a shit. But the point is you that... You just want to talk about Bruce Willis. Yes. Yeah, but the point is, is that a regular person, like a regular content creator, is just like you, except they're making something. They're sitting in a room, yeah, and can, when you say something to them... You can go they on can... about Twitter about Matt Damon all you want, he'll never even hear it. Yeah. It's like, whatever. Wait, you think so Matt like, Damon's Twitter feed is so <laughs> empty that he has nobody mentioning him? Whereas Bullshit. Whereas, like, our YouTube channels are literally our, like, social media platforms, and you're like, yeah. you're basically talking about us on our MySpace page to us. Yeah. Which is always funny, it was like, uh, it's, it, there's always the moment where the guy, like, is basically turning his back to you and saying, like, oh, man, I can't believe what this guy is doing, and stuff like that. Like, not even acknowledge, the comment's not even directed at you, but at other audience members. Is but the these, fact that it's... it's, it's raised as if you're the one that will never see it and it's like no i'm the first one who sees it think, i'm right here think of it this way i get notifications you fuck yeah <laughs> think of it this way if you if you can't visualize it imagine going to a party at someone's house and you're talking shit to the person or you're talking shit about the person <laughs> whose house you're at enjoying the party at so like and you're not talking to them directly you're just talking yep. to a friend of yours saying like man this fucking guy has the shittiest house ever and you're sitting there in his house literally while he's standing there and he can hear you clearly yep. and you're just and the reason i'm salty about this by the way is like i this morning i had like a chain of like 30 consecutive comments they're just all about how stupid i am and, and, it, yeah. and they're all for different games that's oh, yeah. the fun singularity is when you make a giant library of like dozens of completed games you get yelled at for all of them at the same time 
So like people are mad it's, that I'm not using Amrita correctly to fill my soul gauge in like Neo. And I'm like, I haven't touched that game for like a year. This guy's like getting mad at me in like 15 consecutive videos about that. But then somebody else like, I can't believe he doesn't realize you can lock on in that game. And when is he going to realize that that thing's only vulnerable to fire? And it's like, it's like that one pro ZD video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, why isn't he using the fire weapon? Don't they know that it's weak to fire? What are they doing? <laughs> I, just, I, I watched the, I love that video it's like the one of the only pro cd videos that's my recommended like my recommended playlist is full of like video essays and yeah. like treatises on the bible and all this crazy like multi-arcade thing and then just that one pro cd videos in there like, it's like it's like 700 and, flavors of that and you think and you think uh, you think of it in uh and you, nothing about that being live improves the video yeah <laughs> and you have to think in in a certain sense, like look at Keith's numbers and how how many comments are per <laughs> video. Like look at the numbers of how many comments are per video. Now go it's to a, someone it's like a fucking train. now go to someone like PewDiePie's video. Oh, Jesus, and just fucking oh yeah, when PewDiePie like, or anyone with a million subscribers says you, they read every comment, they're lying to you. Could you it's imagine it, PewDiePie does? He just literally has blocked ninety percent of his followers, and he reads like three comments from people and he's like yeah i read all your comments guys like there's no yeah, way all the large channels that say they read every comment are lying like, because it's impossible like a good, i a good example already is at my size i'm like the time commitment where yeah. like i go to my dashboard page for the comments and i like hit refresh and I'll, like, i remember the last comment that was on top and i'll scroll down to that one and then go up from there to read where i left off like a twitter page which by the way the youtube dashboard is not designed for you to read every comment as it's coming in anyway yeah, no. there's no system in place to actually find them i have to do that shit where like, i scroll down i'll hit load more over and over again and then i'll just be looking for the one comment that was used to be on top and then i'll when i reach that i'll then i'll make my way back I, up to the top i think it's easier if you if you hone it in by video which by the way then they're now but even then if you're doing that that means that like every comment on old videos is invisible to you yes. which is why i get constant videos like i know you're not going to read this because it's an old video i'm like fuck you i use the dashboard i can see everything ah. I can see everything. I I mean, in, in I sh it's not really helpful. In perspective, <laughs> like that was wasn't that like one of the major things that Total Biscuit talked about was he was like, I can't read your comments; they fucking destroy me. Oh yeah, Total and, Biscuit wrote, hit all those comments, and I totally support anyone who blocks comments. It's completely reasonable. I mean, there's I, nothing wrong with doing it as much as people act like you're like destroying their free speech or something like that. I don't. He I does only, a show where he says yeah. his opinions about shit, and he's dying of cancer, which you may you maybe you guys gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. The amount of hate and death threats and stuff directed at a guy who has opinions about frame His rates. fucking opinions is just like, uh, I think you could have done better on the graphic knobs. Like, <laughs> like, he just says, like, I don't like how you have to click two buttons to change one setting. And people are like, fuck you, Total Biscuit, kill yourself. And it's like, what? <laughs> the the vanilla-ass content he get, makes he is and the, most, the amount of yeah. hate that he gets for it, I'm like... Holy fuck, internet. Like, there's literally... Get your shit together. There's, like, literally Nazis on the platform, and, like, Total Biscuit's, like, 60 frames per second. I don't think this game's really that great. Oh, my God. Total Biscuit's a fucking lunatic. Kill him. Like, it's like, okay, guys. Like, <laughs> please, calm it down. I, yeah, I don't... I, I 100%. This guy that's dying of cancer might not want to deal with daily negativity all the time. Yeah. So maybe he'll stop And he gets it on comments. every platform. It's Twitter. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, YouTube. Everything. And you have to... Th think about that, yeah, people. People, people like, are relentless could you imagine walking down the street and there's like there's like literally the what's it called the uh think think of it in the sense of like back in the back in the time for the uh mm -hmm. not, oh, fucking what's the word i'm looking for the the fucking when everybody hated black people what is that 
I forgot the name of it. It just when every what the the thing that the thing <laughs> Wait, when they wouldn't let black I, like I missed half your uh, segregation. The re- There's the word I'm looking for. Oh, just the concept God. of segregation. Yeah, no, during during like the height of segregation. I thought where, you were like, talking about like three years ago no, when something was no, happening or something. Like, I'm saying, I'm like like what hashtag it, did I miss? Basically, What's it's happening? like for for Total Biscuit, it's like it's like back when the, like segregation was at its height and they were trying to like hey everyone could just go to the same school. Remember they had those like rows of people. Like, just for the kids walking outside, like, walking yeah. to the school. That's, like, what it is for Total Biscuit when he, like, opens any social media platform. It's rows of people, and they're just saying, fuck you, you piece of shit. And it's, like, why would you want to endure that? <laughs> why would you want to walk down uh, that way? And he does. Total Biscuit does. He walks through and says, like, everyone send me dog pictures. I, I gotta hate say, all like, of you. If you think you're genuinely mad at Total Biscuit for, you're, like, any reason. Fuck you. Like, genuinely, like, like it's important to you that like, he knows how mad you are. You need to like reorder your, yeah, your life. Yeah, re- you, you got shit to reevaluate. Like, I'm not saying get agree with people on everything no, or even like, like people, but if you're actually mad yeah. at someone like that, yes, who does nothing that hurts anyone really, it's like you, like you but, are, so, you are like compartmentalizing some shit. Where like you have something, you probably have something that's wrong with your life. Yeah, you don't want to address that. Absolutely. So you've picked a new topic to be mad about that doesn't really matter. Like, am I, yeah, it's like, here's the thing, am I, am I like, do I get really upset when somebody says, like, the Holocaust didn't happen? Yeah, I get kind of upset, say, like, how dare you? Do I, like, send them death threats? No. Uh, No. Like, when someone says... I don't like someone, I just don't watch them. When, when someone says, I don't, (laughs) I don't think this game's good because it's at 30 frames per second, I literally just go, okay, whatever. (laughs) It's a fucking, like, the most, the most unthreatening thing ever. There's one person that's saying history didn't happen, and he's trying to convince people that. There's another guy that says like, "I just don't like this game." And if you're and about that- to like respond, like, oh, "But but but but," there's a I have a link to a Twitter conversation where he said something mean once to somebody or something. It's like fucking. Yeah, no, he's a fucking. He's no. a he's a cynical Brit. That's literally his name on YouTube. Is like cynical Brit. Like, I've, I've never seen an example of why people are mad at some of these people that makes sense, especially in a world where like. A world filled with like Logan Pauls and Keem stars and in shit. In a world with Logan Pauls, like with all these garbage. <laughs> what a humans, terrible movie, by the way. Like, with the number of garbage humans that exist, that you're, the idea that you're mad at somebody because they have hot a, take. Keith is calling Keem star garbage. Are you gonna box him? What? <laughs> the idea that you're like mad at like Total Biscuit or like Polygon or something because like they say things you don't oh, like about yeah. video games. Sometimes I'm like, fucking get it together. It's really concerning that there was like a cottage industry about like being mad at Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> like there's one channel they made a videos about feminism and video games and you could agree with them or not agree with them and or like you could agree with some of the messages but then think that their approach is wrong. Literally like, just not watch them. Like, like, this, that's what Andrew did. Andrew yeah. watched like one video and was like, oh, she just doesn't know what she's talking about. I yeah. just won't watch these. And, I, and, like, and I've, watched all, I've watched all of them and some of them are informative and some of them are like, what, do you, what is this? And like, it's like, they just exist and yeah. they're all there. I, In a world with billions of video essays, it's just, an, oh, your mirror's falling down. Don't do it. You're gonna make, you should go grab that before it makes the loudest sound. There you go. Like, in the world of so many billions of video essays that are both good and bad, the idea that, like, there are, like, 500, like, skeptic channels that have, like, weekly videos that are anti-Sarkeesian over and over again, and they're getting millions and millions of views and literally making their living off of making people angry at a person who doesn't even upload videos most of the time. No, she just like, does, con- she just does like, just, like, uh, talks and stuff. What the fuck? 
I like I, she literally uploads a video like every six months. It's but, tough. but a channel that makes a living off of hating her will upload a video like every six every six days. Over and over again. And she hasn't even said anything yet. And, like, I just make up new things. And it's like... I think the hard part is that they've there They've monetized are... Bile. Well, yeah, but that's the thing. Is like, they're... It's... That's... Yeah. <laughs> they've monetized Bile. Okay, the point is, is, like... Okay, and you're always gonna... It's like a way of, of making <laughs> In our city. In our city. <laughs> like, <laughs> like t- internet toxicity, toxicity has actually become people's income now. It's like... Oh, well, okay. First off, t- uh, people's toxicity has been an income industry forever. It's a growing industry, by the way. Yeah. Have you not seen politics? But <laughs> oh, God. the uh, But the idea that people can be uh, so vilely toxic to the most un... Like the most, you know, you said internets and politics, and I'm just thinking about how like at Facebook and like just the rich, the continuous ritual of like encountering a family member who's posting a thing that's just not even vaguely true. Yeah. And you look at their source and you actually research it and you're like, yeah, by the way, this entire news source you use, you should just unsubscribe from it because it's like not even a vaguely reliable source. It's some asshole that's making stuff up. It's on basically a blog. like the onion, but taken seriously. Yeah. Like, and just that loop of like how like all these people monetize just lies and yeah. bile and like. It's like that CGP Grey video. This like this this video will make you angry. Yeah, one of my favorite videos ever made on the internet, basically, because it just explains concisely this idea of like how people will no matter where you go, there's two opposing sides that are angry at each other, and the two sides make up a completely fictional version of the other side and just yell at that idea, and that idea is so perfect. And so maddening, and it has all the worst characteristics they could possibly have to be mad at, because they made it up! Yeah. (laughs) And everyone does that about Republicans, and Democrats, and feminists, and everyone. And like, so every part of YouTube is a bunch of groups, all the angry parts of YouTube are like, this guy and that guy are yelling at each other, but not actually at each other, yelling at the idea of each other. And like... Holy shit, so much of this would fall apart. Like, all the anti-Sarkeesian channels would fall apart if like, the audience just watched her videos. And you're like, oh, that was it. that's all it was. That's, that was like nothing. Yeah, I just don't care. Wow. Or or for audience members just stopped caring about a person that they don't like. Yeah. Like, wh- it's, it's, there's such... Like, I, like look. Here... But no, now we've got drama channels. <sighs> drama alert. Yeah, it's like... Gotta I... mobilize my audience and all of their bile to ruin it's... someone's life. Let's start doxing people. It's confusing <laughs> to me because I'm, I'm, I look at it in a perspective like, I am somebody who follows politics. <laughs> but I'm not somebody who gets consumed by it. Like, I can go, oh, I don't like that policy. Maybe next term I'm going to make sure that person doesn't ever have a job again. But, like, I'm yeah. not... I'm not going to literally send anthrax to the, the governor, like the governor who passed a law. Like I, I and that's pr- what that's what comments are when you're they're like hate speech and death threat comments is the same thing mm. as if you send anthrax to somebody that you don't like. It's like, I, why are you this angry about a person that you can just stop? You know how you make Total Biscuit stop existing? Don't subscribe and watch his videos when he doesn't. Yeah, if you make, just stop looking at him, you functionally if you stop to giving exist. him money, which is done by you interacting with his content. Then he no longer can sustain the thing that you this hate. Is the thing where, like, I I pray and would love to think that like no one in my audience is is the people I'm talking about here. But oh, like, they are. But yeah, well, they, some all of, of them. Are. Someone will be at least. They, is, all of them are. No, not all. Of them. I'm calling you all out. I don't. He's being a dick. Cause that's fight what he does. me. <laughs> fight me. <laughs> I'm the next one. Make me next. Make me famous. Give Wake me cancer. Me up. <laughs> uh, it's just a thing where, like, if you are subscribed to somebody on YouTube or Twitter or whatever, that all they do is just point out the next thing to be angry about every day or every week, and that's what they do. 
Like, they're making a living off of that, which means they have to find something to be angry at. And th- at some point, they just start making shit up. Spoiler alert, they're actually not angry at that thing that they're saying they're angry about. In case you weren't aware. Like, they like actually the, aren't angry. Oh yeah, they're not actually angry. They're, no. just, they're just making shit up. It's yeah, like you, the, it's you think like these the, people uh, live in a perpetual state of fucking hate all the time? Like, no. It's like that, uh, the, the, guy, the guy who, like, I hate everything, he doesn't literally live with a fucking no. scowl on his face. He's, he's fine. <laughs> that's a cartoon character. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a the, uh, persona. It's like the, uh, the Armored Skeptic video about, like, Bill Nye. Yeah, Ar- where he's like, like you like if you know about video editing, you're like looking at like, oh yeah, he's like he's muting shit and he's rearranging scenes and he's editing out all the parts that counteract the thing he's saying and he's just assuming his audience won't watch the thing and stuff like that. Like there's a lot of audience, there's a lot of ch- and, different channels that just are about making up a new narrative to be mad about. And some, I mean, sometimes you can watch those videos and it's just nonsense. Like he doesn't, it's a video yeah. that's made that doesn't even need to be made. Like, why do you need to, why do you need to get mad at a flat earther? I don't know. It, Cause it's funny content, I guess you're making content. You're making something people, you know, would want to watch, but they're, he's not legitimately invested into this. Just question, he doesn't just question your media, yeah. question why they're making the videos. They are what their goal is and whether or not they're just making your life worse and monetizing it. Or just do me a favor and like, like for every one hate channel you subscribe to subscribe to like two happy channels <laughs> like there are some people who make like nice wholesome contents like i'm gonna op- i'm gonna like share with you my day and it was good and i touched a dog go subscribe to like, vlog brothers or creel games or something just like <laughs> s- subscribe to someone so un like so like unrisky some just like regular person who's just having a good time with their life and enjoy their content and then just like be happy because you're not watching someone be hateful all the time like for fuck's yeah. sake like I don't, I, I don't know. Like I hate everything as it is, but I don't have time to watch other people tell me what to hate. I don't, I like, I can't absorb that much more hatred in my life. Like for, like God, He's got so off the rails. But in any case, uh, yeah, to I don't be think. Clear, we're I not, don't think you two characterizing my entire audience as being what we're talking about. We just got on a lot of tangents. So just to be clear, that's not all directed literally at you. Basically, we just kept take going off on forks yeah, and forks, the, and then I don't remember the chain anymore. The point is, is that YouTube won't be sustainable for mid-level channels in a couple of years. <laughs> was that the question? <laughs> yeah. Well, start. No, oh, it, it was. was about, uh, it was about streams. Yeah, about streams. But to answer your other question, what happened? To all the unfairment friends are all dead. They're what all happened dead. Yeah, to, we, uh, we buried them, and the dog sometimes digs them up and brings them back. <laughs> And that's how. We and got, then we do another how, unfair to it. Hey, yeah, but it smells bad. But it's actually just me and Keith because they're dead, so yeah, we like, just call from, them. Let's try. My take on comments is that like, Hot I take? think comments are really useful when you're a small channel because what's really they can help you like grow. what's really discouraging, and I I know this because we lived it for years was just like making videos and nobody comments on them at all. It's like you sat there for like 15 yeah. minutes or 30 minutes and you record the video. And then you render it, and you upload it, and make a thumbnail, and do all that little stuff. And it's like, I got ten views and a like, and it's like, or I, or so eventually, it's like, I got sixty views and like ten likes, maybe or five likes, and it's like, no one's comment. Like for the longest time, nobody no one, was commenting yeah. on sad games when you're making videos. And it's like, so it's definitely like, comments feel more real than views and likes and everything. Yeah. If and you so and that's like that's that's fun like to have interaction and an audience like genuinely here's the thing is like to go on your point is if you're if you're watching someone's content and even if you don't even if you don't feel like you have anything it, like comment sections aren't for constructive criticism by the way <laughs> let me just explain Not that, that most to you. people even do constructive criticism no, they mostly do like most, i'm i want to feel smarter than you yeah but so the here's point, my comment about how i'm is, smarter than you the comment section isn't for critique it's not for. It's not meant just I mean, to it's like for hurt. anything. Technically. It's for it, but that's. It's for anything. If you liked a video, 
even if you click the like button, just say, hey, I liked your video. That's yeah. it. Because you don't understand that how empowering that feels as a content creator to hear someone just go like, yeah. hey, I like you. Tell your, and you're tell like, your, thank whoever tell said that in the sea of hate. I love you. Thank you. Like, that is a good yeah, tell feeling. Tell all of your small content creators that you subscribe to how much you like them. And if you don't have any, if you don't know any four-digit or smaller subscriber count YouTube channels, maybe look for some of them. And say nice things there. about them if you actually they're genuinely like and them. And some of them are making good stuff and yeah. and they don't, nobody's, nobody's saying things in their videos. And, it, and <laughs> like, like, they're just in silence. Or, or if they are saying things, they're negative. And those poor yeah. people are living in a sea of hate. Like, like WanderBot right now has like 150,000 subscribers or something like that. Yeah. I, I lose track of it because it keeps growing. It's, yeah, it's it around there. I think he's fast. almost, yeah, he's almost around 200. But like I found his channel when he was uploading like three to six videos a day and like, he was like a hundred episodes into like Sleeping Dogs and Psychonauts and uh, uh, Kings of Kingdoms of Amalur, and he's uploading video, multiple videos a day that had zero views. Like you go to his page yeah. and you see the video, it wouldn't say it wouldn't say number of views. It would say no views. It would say no views. That, yeah. It actually would say that. Yeah, I remember. It's like a thing. It's hard to find on the internet on YouTube because how do you find those videos before anyone watches them? Yeah, and when you click on them, it stops being that. But like that was the state it was in, and when you're at that size, you want comments because it's like it's like it pushes you forward. Yeah, anything. It, it even a, if even yeah. if it's just someone saying, like I said, even if it's just someone saying, "Hey, I really like this video. Keep it up." That's it's better than it's it's better than yeah. nothing. It's better than sitting in the void and going like either people are watching and then turning it off immediately or they just and like, watch it and don't. So I don't, like, don't want to ever sound ungrateful because that. Well, comments me. are the best yeah it got uh, it got uh, both of us as far as we've gotten yeah. it's gotten me as far as i've gotten like that's how you get the idea you're keep going is the idea that people are actually watching and shit like that and For there's the a bunch <laughs> of comments that are great and <laughs> people in the discord are great and a bunch of stuff's going yeah. on there where it's like you have an, an audience interaction that's good but even at my size already it's like the sheer volume of comments beca- can yeah. become noise it can to get through them all and the number of negative comments is, is always shockingly yeah. high. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, nobody, nobody does really just step in to just say, like, I like this video or anything like that. Or even, like, uh, the Vlogbrothers tried to come up with a thing to do that because nobody wants, nobody knows how to express just liking a thing because they have to, like, write out a thing. And, yeah, like, they, write, they feel like they have to write an essay for it. Yeah, so the idea was in the, the Vlogbrothers idea was that you just comment with a plus sign. When you want to have a positive feedback, we don't actually know what to say just to yeah. show that you're there to outweigh all the negativity. Because, yeah, you upload a video and just, like, all 30 comments are just what you did wrong. Oftentimes, they're all the same thing. as like yeah. they, they all have to repeat each other they're, they're, over It's and over all again. the same mistake. And that it's a mistake that you already know because you edited the video by watching it. Like, this is, a really like. Van- this is a really vanilla thing because, like, this is an actual thing I did wrong or an actual comment I'm mad about. But it's just the most current, most common, most recent thing that just happened is that, like, I hit a part in Monster Hunter where it's, like, I hit what seemed to be, like, maybe the post game or whatever. Like, this isn't the post game. This is just the halfway point. Says 50 people. Yeah. One by one over and over like, again. I'm like, hey, Holy guys, fuck, it's I know. one comment over and over again. But that happens every time a bad thing happens. You do yeah. anything dumb or you make a mistake or, like, you uh, you mess up and, like, you try to do that one uh, horseback part of Twilight Princess with the carriage that you have to stop from being burned down. But you try to do the entire thing with just the bow because they just had you doing a, the bow a second ago during the bridge thing. So you're not thinking about the fact you have yeah. a sword. So you're trying to shoot them all with the bow and it's not working. And like, just use your sword. And then you get 50 comments about that same thing yeah. over and over again. And I mean, like, I'm, I'm okay. Even when it's not an overtly negative thing, but just like, here's the thing you did wrong. It's like the volume is yeah. like a tough thing to deal with. And that's it's... why I don't want to stream is like, I don't oh, want to yeah. deal with that live. Like I can... 
buffer between here's when, here's me reading comments. I'm going to go eat breakfast <laughs> and then I'm going to go record shit and yeah. like I can buffer it. But when it's live, it's like I got to deal with people like telling me, oh, my, how stupid I am in real time. Yeah. While like, you're I can't trying... believe you're this stupid, I say to the content creator I like and watch every day. I'm As like, he's in the thanks. middle of creating said content that I'm watching. Yeah. Like, because live, you like, you're in the middle of making, if you make a mistake live, you like four other people will say it to you immediately. Like, what can you do but go like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. And it's like, like it's like, you're not, it's not like. I hate you and you need to die and you're a garbage human being. Yeah. It's not like the comments they are. No. Like, it's, you go to the Game Grumps videos and, like, all the comments are about all the mistakes that Aaron's making and all that and how dumb he is and stuff like that. And it's, yeah. like, it feels harmless. Like, it's, ah, it's the joke. Like, isn't it funny how dumb he is? But he's got to read those comments. Some, it's like, well, isn't I, it great how there's a... No, I mean, like, I, I mean no, I'm saying, like, that's why they don't read those comments No, anymore. I know. I'm saying, like, Game it's Grumps makes like, enough money. I would just pay someone to, to deal with that, yeah, like, the Carmen I mean, like, thing. Even when it like, seems, yeah, you just shuffle out all the negative stuff, Butters, and give mean, me all like, the positive. Even, <laughs> even when it's fun and harmless, and it's not like, oh, you're a garbage human being. It's not I malicious, you. Yeah. Like, it's not malicious. It's just like, ah, isn't it funny how he always makes his mistakes? Yeah. As the content creator, you still got to read, like, the thousands of comments about how dumb you are and how it's so funny how dumb you yeah, are. And let me tell you, that joke never gets old. It's like... it's never not funny to keep saying the same joke over a million times not, trust I don't, I don't me mean the memeing part is just the part where it's like it's no one like it's, it's not fun to read that but it's a yourself. negative meme yeah like when it's a negative meme it's like i get it i, I you know like i suck thank you guys is did anybody enjoy the video i did thank you i like you like that's it's all never begrudge people that, eventually tuning out because yeah. like you start. Oh yeah, no, you can't. At you can't small get size, the comments are interfaceable. They're at a scale you can interact with as a human, but they they hit they hit a rank where not only are is it too much to deal with, like as far as like interacting with them all individually, time wise. Like I used to respond to every comment. Yeah, which was hard. I, I do. It's hard. I still it, was, try to. it was hard to even think of things to say in response to a lot oh, of the yeah. comments back then, because uh, it's like trying to write a Hallmark card over and over. Again. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah. like, but at some point, at some point, there's too many to respond to time wise. But it goes well beyond that. It goes beyond like what we're evolved to interface with socially. Oh yeah. To, like, like you think about like tribal humans and stuff like that. Like the idea of having a few dozen people in your life and like like what do you do when there's hundreds of people yeah, talking at you all the time? It's and so it's like. I I still draw power from like the knowledge that that group exists and like oh my god my audience how is this happening and like yeah I, but like it I have to abstract it on some level and then just pick out a handful of people that I remember more <laughs> like there's a handful of commenters that I remember more than the other ones and they're it familiar faces. to go in the Discord and <laughs> use the same avatar oh yeah people that keep changing their fucking names uh, oh yeah yeah I have like there's like celebrity audience members basically. That are the people yeah. that I know better, and I, I'm happy to see them still around. Yeah. Especially ones that I remember from when I was below a 1,000 subscribers. I'm like, oh, shit, that guy's still around. And then I'll recognize that same person uh, in, like, a different larger YouTuber's comment section. I'm like, oh, this is flattering. Like, he subscribes to that person than me, and, like, their videos are next to each other. And, yeah. like, that's the cross-section. Like, that's all cool. But I got, I got to pick and choose and, like, kind of phase out a lot of people because, like, I can't process this many humans you heard them boys time to fight to the death <laughs> who's gonna be the best <laughs> it's uh it's it's rough it's weird and like i so i totally get why yeah i get why total biscuit turns off his comments yeah, i get why some people or why just some people not stop reading, reading them, them yeah which is what i would do not i wouldn't turn them off but like well I'm, i mean I, I think at some point it's just like it's counterproductive over time yeah well for total biscuit it's just counterproductive at all like I mean, there's like, no like point I'm, like there's i know point. for a fact that wander like at larger than me his more comments like he doesn't do the methodical system I do no. for getting through comments. He just like probably reads whatever he comes reads through. He reads comments, but I think he just hits refresh every now and then. It's like, ah, I'll read these 10. 
Yeah. All right, see you tomorrow. And that's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing there's wrong. A, there's I nothing mean, wrong when with you that. get to a point that's, where you have so at some point, many, that's all you can do. Yeah, I mean, it's and the thing is, again, like, this what is, do you like? What, like, what are, you get around? You go to Christmas, you go to your family, and you get like the five Christmas cards. Yeah. And then the next Christmas, you get five hundred thousand, <laughs> and you're just yeah. like, what? I mean, what? it's it's one of the things and then, about... Uh, then at least 10% of them hate you. <laughs> yeah. Those are the black cards. 10% of them aren't Christmas cards, but they're actually just like white like manila envelopes that say like, fuck you. And you're like, thanks. Merry one Christmas out of every hundred is a tax audit. <laughs> it's just, yeah, basically, I don't know. I, I think comments like, are... Some, at some point, the 10% or 1% negativity just hits such a volume. They're like, yeah. oh, you can't process that much. Basically, the point I... I for me, the point I want to make is don't like don't forget that the comment section is just to say a thing. It's not to say a particular thing. Yeah, it's not it's not to say criticisms or critiques. It's not to say I love you. I it's not to say like anything in particular. It's just to say whatever you want. So if you feel positive about a video, feel free to just say it. Just and even if you're one of those kind of people it's like I don't really know what to say. Okay, to say whatever comes to your mind. Yeah. Do you, you say like, "Huh, I thought that was pretty funny." That's it. Even if you just said that, you don't have to link the time. You don't have to be efficient about it. If you just say, "I have like put in perspective, I have forty three thousand views on a mirror episode, and I have close to a hundred comments on there of people saying, "Wow, time to jerk off." <laughs> you think I'm gonna comment on that? You think I'm gonna like reply to that comment? I don't know what to say. I hope it's good. There's a guy who said in Korean to me in Korean. I don't speak Korean. In Korean, he wrote, "That was a good fap session." Yeah. You know what I said back in Korean? Me too. And that's like that's the thing. And it's like I, I, like what am I supposed to do? But you know what? Good for them. They're saying stuff. It's interacting. It's I get a kick out of it. I think it's hilarious. My phone notification goes off and someone says like unzipping pants. New mirror videos out. Thank you. All yeah. right. Well, that was funny. Thank you Whereas for that. Like if you block people or stop reading or whatever the things you do to cope, like it's not it's not weak. And no. it's not like losing. I or feel like anything. it's more demotivating to make your content when you don't get when you like like take yourself away from the interaction yeah but you have to because the interaction isn't helping you either yeah so it, it's it's so disar- like you hit, you, hit a, you hit a point where it's just like you just have to process and you have to yeah. figure out how to do your job you just have and to like, you have to like what you do like one and way or another like, because if, i'm honest and because i care what people say generally yeah. like there are comments that can like ruin me for a few hours really yeah that's kind of where it's just like about. that comment happened and i'm like uh like now i'm just gonna be like unhappy for a few hours because like it, they hit the exact insecurity or they just were infuriating for one reason or another and it's mm, because i actually still I comment that. like a person yeah, yeah 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 whereas like a lot of the people who uh interface with large-scale audiences they are they're like a they're like a scarecrow like they're just a fake person yeah like i watch so many larger people i'll go to a larger youtubers channel and i'll go to their like their I look at their comments, and every comment they do is the same cheery response over and over again, like a Hallmark card, or like they go on their Twitch audience, and they're always so chipper, and they're always so happy to see everyone. And it's yeah. like it's like a weird mask mode where they're just like not really interacting, and they're not really person. And so like yeah, it's so I guess that's such a trade off to my approach of just being actually me on the internet. Is that like I have to deal with the consequences of that, I mean, which is especially that if there's feedback to anything I do, I, it's not it's not feedback towards a character I'm playing. Yeah, it's just, it's just people talking about me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the that's the thing. It's like it's not you don't have a persona. And I mean, no. could you not? Could you? Lick yeah, the, I'm gonna dogs kick your just ass. ruining our so. podcast. 
Stop. Come, fine. How dare you? Come you were sleeping and hiccuping over yeah. there. Why can't you go back to that? Where was because okay. we were yelling as loud as possible, okay, being can... the loudest we've ever been on the podcast or any form of Let's Play <laughs> for some reason. The uh, I don't know why we're, we're we got loud today. Yeah, but the it's a good thing I audio. You're not I, happy. It's a good thing I process audio. The uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, I don't know. It just like for me, I'm not def. I'm definitely not the person that I am on the channel. Like I don't. I it's, it's surprise surprise. I don't fucking spend my entire life being upset by fucking <laughs> shit. I'm not like I'm not about to blow up on the flip of a dime. Uh, Admittedly, half the time we put you in situations for you to blow up where you wouldn't interface with that situation to begin with in your normal life. Yes, and that's I, part I of it. and that's the thing. Like I, I am, I'm a recluse to the hardest core. And so, like, if you if you think for a second that I can, it, I can be mad about things. I, I spend ninety percent. I can. I can't. Like to be honest, <laughs> yeah. You interact. You have people you interact with. Yeah. I, the person I live with isn't here maybe twice a week, and yeah. mo- and almost ninety percent of my day, because even with my job, which I do at home in this room, ninety percent of my life, I talk to nobody. I don't say anything. I sit most of my day quiet, unless I'm recording a video. That's the only time I talk. I don't actually talk to myself. Surprisingly, I don't enjoy having conversations like a schizophrenic person. Just, it- so. I don't so so when you think like you see me and I'm like I fucking hate this game blah, blah it's because I'm just being expressive because yeah. I can't be expressive the rest of the day because I'm by myself alone. I think one of the takeaways it actually comes in the form of a deleted comment that somebody made that left an impact but they deleted it because they didn't want me to read it probably. Okay. Uh, it was too uh, late. You yeah. got read. Oh yeah, that happens a lot. People try oh, to yeah. delete stuff. Yeah. One of my favorite ones is actually one. Uh, uh, one uh, people like there's there's some of those a handful of those people that are really snide and like want to feel a little superior and like want to constantly laugh at me for all the mistakes I make. Uh-huh. But they'll like I'll, I'll catch them deleting their own comments when they're wrong. Oh so, yeah, like, they'll say all these snide, confident bullshit about how dumb you are, and then they'll delete their own comment because they're because they can't take the, they can't take being wrong on the internet. Yeah. Like, oh, <laughs> not so easy, is it? I fucking screenshotted you, icy. I saw you. <laughs> Damn! But, uh, Straight called. What was it? But uh, uh, somebody made a really good point, which uh, it was, was Fate Stay, the person that is named after the anime. Been here forever, by the way. Yeah, the person's been around for fucking ever. They're on Sad Games, right? Yeah. Too. And, yeah. They, oh, they, I, they, I I remember you. And I, I don't remember the exact comment, partly because I refreshed the page and it was gone because they deleted it. Oh. But like they they said a thing along the lines of like when you talk about certain things, it's like you're you're essentially punishing the rest of your audience for the bad ones. Mm. It's like your reaction to the shitty people, if you react in any sort of public way or in the videos or it affects the Let's Plays or any of the other things, you're essentially punishing the good audience because of the bad audience. Yeah. And like for me, I'm like, that's that's all the more reason to like sort of take a step back sometimes. And like when you get larger, eventually kind of pull away from interaction and I mean, they even do what some channels do, which is like, like, uh, yeah, a lot of channels will like only have their Twitter or only have their discord and they won't even look at the YouTube comments themselves. And they, they'll keep pulling back towards a smaller portion, like a, a filter over and over again. Yeah. To like, like John Tron's a good example pro- of yeah. that. Like John Tron's somebody who only interacts on Twitter. Yeah. I don't ever see him at some point. The amount of negative feedback you get constantly is like that. What do you do? Only hurts the content. Yeah. Because it's in your head. The things yeah. that people say, even if it's not like literally death threats, but just like 
the 50 things you did wrong yesterday because yeah. like for me like i record like four hours i put out for like four hours of video a day practically like and you're being to, nitpicked like, like three to four every, hours every episode yeah. there's not a single series you're not being i make a mistake on. every 10 minutes probably yeah. of some kind i misread a thing or i don't quite notice an icon on the side of the screen or a tutorial pops up for 2.25 seconds and disappears too fast i didn't see what it said but do you know who did they dot they did because they, they played the game 17 times or they're or because they're or watching they're a just, video where yeah, they can pause it at any fucking moment yeah they're watching like, or yeah some people would clearly rewind to look at stuff yeah. again or some people are like it's just the fact that they're not playing the game so they're freely yeah. like looking around and they can notice like emotion happen because they're not actually controlling yeah the character, but it's but the idea that like like you can, uh, the amount con- of negativity is just like oh it's overwhelming yeah and like if only- game Grumps read their shit it, like it would be pointless because the majority of their subscribers are there because of who they are yeah and the way that they are are the reason that they act the way they do is because they're people not bound and constricted by reading negative shit every yeah. single day. Danny the, and Aaron are just fucking having fun. And yeah. Danny is fucking, Danny. Danny's like the furthest he's separated the, from everything. He's the fucking airiest, like, like free-flowing yeah. person ever. It's because he doesn't fucking read the comments all the time. Why would he? are yelling at him. And, like, and that's fine because, honestly, he's a better performer. And that's, a, better and that's performer. a really important point to make because, like, People would make the dumbest argument ever, which is that, like, what? Like, you signed up for this, so you have to interact with the audience, and that's part of it. And, like, it's not part of it. No. What's that? I don't remember signing like, that contract. Like, when you make your, like, when you make your, your audience exists because of the videos you make. Yeah. You can just keep making those videos in a vacuum without the audience and, like, like without them, like, they they don't have a right to, like, automatically, like, have a say in where it goes or what happens or anything. And yeah. You, and you don't have to listen to them to keep making the videos. So your ability to respond to comments is not part of why they like you in the first place or the content you create. It's not. It's not so part if it of hurts the, the yeah. content. It's only bad for you. Yeah, and I mean at the same time, it's you know it's again it's not like you're it's not like you're negating everything. You yeah. know, it's like you're not negating every comment that exists. You're not taking away that chance for somebody to say a comment. I think that's why but, I think that's why a lot of YouTubers go to cons and stuff like that. Yeah, because you can interact. They, can, they can't process their audience anymore. Because they can interact with the nice people. Yeah. Well, like, they, they can't process their audience in internet format anymore because yeah. it's too incomprehensible it and gets, too noisy and yeah. too drivelly and too angry and stuff like that. It gets cumbersome. So yeah. you go to like a meetup and you meet up with fans and they're all happy to see you and you can all appreciate this. Yeah. Yeah, you give like a hundred high fives and you walk away going like, oh, cool. I'm glad all these people yeah. watch my content. They're really great like people. Like when Jesse Cox goes to a con, I think that's him recapturing what he can't get anymore, which is those early comments on your small channel where it was processable back then. Yeah. Because you do still, as a larger creator, even if you can't deal with the audience anymore, you still feed off of the fact that they exist in order to even like motivate your, what you're doing yeah when you see like new comments coming in even if you can't keep up with them you feel like people yeah. are watching my stuff and they enjoy it or they hate it or something but they're feeling stuff and i'm i'm reaching mm-hmm. somebody and like that's that's enough but like yeah again you have to understand that like there's there's only so much that people can take uh, so far in yeah we yeah are. we should cut this We're uh gonna cut this so this was a lot of unfiltered crazy shit uh I'm just going to say that if you're mad or offended at any of the stuff we've said about the audience stuff specifically, I mean, if you're fucking mad about the the rant about the angry parts of YouTube, whatever. But I mean, if you're mad about like the concept of how we're talking about commenters, like take a breath, stop, come back tomorrow and watch that part again, because it's complicated. The whole thing's it's a complicated idea. It's hard to articulate. And we're not specifically mad at you. It's just it's a fucking weird thing. Yeah. And it's 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 a it's the ultimate complicated. It's one of those ultimate complicated forms of empathy is trying to figure out how this works for the other person. 
Yes. And not just that hyped up, like, hypothetical thing, like, well, in my, if I was in those shoes, I would have it completely differently, because I, I hate my job, and I'd take this in an instant, and all this other stuff. Like, I'm not, like, like people... I don't, I don't think you're very... I don't think you're 100% are, understanding of how jobs work. Yeah, people are bad at... People are really bad at empathy, and they'll... Yeah. They'll, they'll claim that they could just jump in the shoes and do the same, and it would, they would just be completely different magically. I mean, I could. But... I could do anything. It's every... I'm amazing. You have to... Th- you have to th- there's like a gravity thing where you got to think about not just being in that person's situation, but being in that person's situation every day forever. Yes. Kind of thing. You're thinking about and it like the gravity. You're, you're thinking about it like dirty jobs aspect. We're yeah. like, I'm going to go and be a plumber for a day and yeah. I hope it's not bad. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> well, good thing this isn't my job. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, oh God, like, like the, was it Morgan Spurlock guy? It was, he did the, the super size guy. I mean, he did like oh a, yeah. He had that one where it's like, we're going to live on minimum wage for a whole month. It's like, you're fucking like poverty tourists. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. They're like, isn't it crazy that people live like this? But the, but they know they have a, they, it doesn't. None of it's real because they have a safety net where they just go back to their normal lives immediately. Afterwards. Oh yeah, it's a it's a different thing to actually exist in a, in the position forever. Yes, that's what it is, and it's yeah it's weird. But I would I would recommend to people who are more proactive in commenting or reacting negatively, especially if you're listening to us and you're like going to write a really angry comment. Yeah. Write the angry comment in word or like a notepad, save it, come back tomorrow, rewatch the part, reread your comment. Or, and it's also just like, it's, it's wrong. And, it's wrong to take this personally. Cause it's not, yeah. a, cause it's not a personal thing. No, this is not about individuals. I'm not calling this anybody is about, out. This is about like, a horde. Yeah. Where a horde that even just leans negative kind of can collectively just beat someone down yeah and it's like that like it's, it's not about it's like it's not just, it's not something to be taken personally because it's not a thing that that each of you is individually like doing the wrong thing and being a bad person it's like it's just a thing that like not everyone's designed to do especially might blow your minds all you guys are watching all these gaming youtubers and stuff you know who you know who the popular demographic you probably identify with is all these video gaming people are fucking introverts <laughs> and aren't good at dealing with large numbers of people i can't even go to parties I can't go to, I go to my dad's house for his birthday and he has too many friends. So there's like 50 people in my childhood home and I'm like, I can't, it's just a wave of noise. I can't keep track of anyone's conversations. There's too many people. I don't know where to put my hands. I just feel uncomfortable. And this is the house I grew up in. I'm going to head out. Andrew lives in the same town. I'm going to drive over there. Yeah. I've considered, I've considered leaving the party to go to your house in like four different parties. And that's because I just don't want to be there. And and you know why? Because you know that my house has nothing. Yeah. It's nice. It's quiet. So a lot of us that are on YouTubers, are stuck in a paradox of being a super extroverted job yeah. as super introverts. And we were doing something that was kind of inherently introverted that got us to the thing where everyone's looking at us. And you're yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. That's, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely a situation of like, it, you think about it in a con setting where you're like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool to go con. That fucking terrifies yeah. me. Like, I would love so to meet people, so, but goddamn, that sounds scary to like. If, doesn't what, it? What if you open a door? Or like, what if you go down to a place like, oh, let's do a meetup at the park. You go to the park, you're like, this is not as many people. Uh, they're like, all here for me. This is a lot of people. <laughs> you kind of look around, you're like, I really hope PewDiePie showed up. I don't up. know how I would <laughs> react to somebody like running, walking up to me like a fucking Panda Express and just recognizing me. Because I'm like, somebody commented on my fucking uh, Doctor Who shirt once and I ruined it. Like, I, I didn't do that. I didn't handle that right. 
fucking was like, oh yeah, Doctor Who and stuff like that. And it's like, oh yeah, the, the, I made some stupid comment about like how this latest seasons have been all fucked up or something. Go, Why would you do that? Just fucking connect with the person over the fact that Doctor Who is a good thing and you like that or something. You're wearing a shirt of it, you fuck. What's wrong with you? Oh, I don't. I, 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 don't, I will fuck up any social I, interaction. I, stop, I like. I've like been actively avoiding wearing shirts anymore. Like that have that like have an stuff. icon on it, yeah. especially in like podcasts or in public or anything. Cause like in public talk, specifically, yeah, because they're gonna talk like, about it. Yeah, I like, I had that like, interaction. Uh, I had that interaction once with a T-shirt that was like supposed to. That's be... That's why you keep seeing me wear like handsome furs and shit like that. Like yeah. no one knows what that is. Yeah, I saw them in the fucking second story stage, walk on stage above a bar, the kind of stage where you have to walk through the audience to get on the stage because there's no doors or back st- or steps or anything. Like I, the guitarist bumped into me. Because <laughs> there was no room. Like, that's how you get in and off the stage. That's, it's like, wear that type of shit. No one recognizes it. It's fucking, I don't know. It's like, no I one mean, comments on it. It's great. Yeah. I had, <laughs> I had a shirt that it's like, it's a, like a one piece shirt, but it's specifically hidden to not look like one. It's just supposed to look like a noise mm. shirt. And some person asked me, he's like, what does that mean? And I was like, I can't explain this to you. Like, I, <laughs> like, I, I don't want to unpack this. No, yeah, it's like I'm not going to explain something that is like part of a series that's been going on for like 25 years, and this is like yeah. halfway into that 25 years, and it's a specific arc from a specific person dealing with like slavery. Like, can I explain this to you? No, I'm just going to move on. It's, like, it's, it's, I just told him, I was like, it's from a Japanese cartoon. And he's like, I don't watch Japanese cartoons. I was like, I, I know, or, old man. Or even like, like I've had somebody ask about my panda shirt before, the one that's a that's yeah. the Game of Thrones parody. I'm like, I don't even. Watch want to try to unpack this or why i'm wearing it yeah. like the idea of like sure is it, like it's literally just a weird riff on the fact of like the the cover image of season one of game of thrones basically and that's it really it's like but at the end, at the end of the day i just like the picture it's like yeah you see felt like it's, wearing it it's and the moment like, i have to talk about it, it sounds really stupid yeah i'm just like look i yes i'm a big giant child i get it i like <laughs> i like this dumb shirt because it has something that i go like hey that's really uh, funny i can understand that i don't want you to talk about it please don't Jesus. <laughs> like if you I, we gotta cut this off because now we're talking about fucking graphic tees now. Graphic tees. So this is us. Yeah. Uh, uh, you get the real me. Take it or leave it. It's really easy to leave it or take it. You don't you get just the watch real. Watch the videos or don't, yeah. and it's your choice every day. You'll never get the real um, me because I'm a scared boy and I don't like talking about myself or showing myself in public, which is why <laughs> my neighbors don't know I exist half the time. <laughs> I'm just a normal, boring ass nerd guy trying to do his shit and fucking make a way. It's, it's, and I don't know what I'm doing. I thought I was going to have one of them college jobs I went to college for, and now I'm just kind of doing this, and I like doing it, but also I don't like parts of it, and that's every job. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get around to your other questions later. I thought we'd get a lot further, but turns out we have a lot of shit to say. We we talk a lot. Let's try to get this all done before Andrew fucking leaves the country in six months. (laughs) Don't tell people that. Then they'll follow me. (laughs) If you you want to ask more questions, do it. They might already be there. Oh, no. No. Oh, God. Wait. Yeah, maybe. Some of them are already there, guaranteed. One is. Yeah. Unfortunately. (laughs) Uh, Send your questions to sitanddiscusspodcast at gmail.com. It's probably in the description or whatever. Or there. Somewhere. Yeah, you keep pointing there, but I keep keep trying to put it in. I don't mean even text. I'm saying I don't know how you're watching this. Oh, yeah. Like Sometimes the video might be below. I've forgotten to put the thing in the corner for like most of the oh, podcast so far well, whatever it's an email it's either it's if you e- really care you'll find it it's either in the description if you're a real fan description i don't know where the description is depending on where you're watching it and how is it ever above i thought it's always below i i've seen it in weird places before i mean I on every handheld thing it's going to be below right yeah but and what if the, you put uh, the what if you put the video down 
Like if you oh, like, like a picture and picture. Yeah, you like do the picture and picture, what? and then it's how like, are you so busy? I don't <laughs> look. <laughs> you I don't. Picture I'm just in picture saying. Of the videos. Look in the description. It's there. We're okay. just rambling. Bye. Bye. Bye.